What's good? What's good? Tuesday, May 28th. Welcome to the Reflections of a DJ, the Road Podcast, sponsored by DJ City. My name is D Miles. I got Jamie the Great. Yep. DJ Crooked. Yo, what's up? My brother DJ Never. Yep. What's up, man? What's good? What's good, fellas? What's good? Man, Chill out. We had a long weekend, Memorial yeah. Day weekend. It's been a while, <laughs> man. To put, put the thing off for a day. Yeah, everyone was in town, though, right? Yeah. yeah. It was kind of crazy this weekend. It was crazy on multiple yeah. levels. Yeah. It was crazier. It was busier than <laughs> normal Memorial Day weekends, right? You think so? I think this might have been the busiest since maybe 2011 that I've seen. Oh, shit. That's a long time. Yeah, mm. yeah it, was, it was pretty. It was definitely busier than last year, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. last year was kind of slow. And it was yeah. definitely busier than the year before. Yeah. That, that I was nervous because of the weather a little bit. The weather was, was perfect, weather, though, yeah. man. It was supposed weather. to rain, though, right? Yeah, it was supposed to rain. Yeah. It rained what? It rained Sunday? Monday. I think it was, yeah, Sunday, yeah. a little bit. It was just weird, man, like 50 degrees all week, and then all of a sudden it was kind of nice. Usually yeah. that's not the case. Like, usually it's about 100 by now, you know what I mean? Right. Oh, yeah, definitely. Thanks, oh, yeah. weather guys. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you call it? Um, there's a lot of hip-hop events this weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was at Daylight and Light, and there was like, what? There was Little Baby, City Girls, mm-hmm. and then... Fucking A Boogie came on stage. A Boogie performed out of nowhere. Saweetie. Saweetie performed. Of course, Vic Voss is there. Jeezy. Young Jeezy. Uh, Never, you said Blueface. Blueface Blueface came out of nowhere. He came in daylight Mm -hmm. this past Monday. Yeah, Yeah, man. This shit was crazy. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yo, I felt like this. So, like, in the past two years, I've noticed that, like, the crowd. And that's coming to Vegas on a Memorial Day weekend or during the summer has been more diverse. Yeah. I.e., definitely more black people coming out mm-hmm. to Vegas than usual, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. guys noticed that more. too as well? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and then I think you, D, you were even mentioning that at a couple pools that you were DJing at. Yeah. There were like way, more black people in attendance than way usual. Way more of an urban crowd, um, more urban music that I was playing more so than ever. Yeah. Like usually... And I think it has something to do with the acts that are getting booked, too, because before it was real EDM heavy, so mm-hmm. it was attracting that crowd. But mm-hmm. now you see more hip-hop acts coming in, and it's bringing the people that love hip-hop. So yeah. I was not I was a little surprised at the pool I was at how much of a, a black, Latino like crowd it was. It yeah. was cool to play that music, but it was definitely a little shocking. I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, you feel that it's getting more segregated, or did, like you think it's like it's more like just these clubs are becoming black clubs, or is it just getting more diverse? I feel like they want to make it more diverse. Yeah. So they're trying to go for that route right now. What do you mean? The hip-hop route? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, I mean, I mean, hip-hop is universal right now. It's not the same as it was maybe like a few years back. Hip-hop seems a little more segregated than usual, though, yeah. don't you think? Well, there's a little, little bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got the little babies, the sweeties, the city girls, and then you got the little Waynes. And you got the like Drakes, and you mm-hmm. got like the Vic Voss crowd, yeah. the, the hip hop heads. I yeah. mean, Drake is like a top forty, right? That's like a mainstream crowd, right? Yeah. But like City Girls, Little Baby, that's urban. Yeah, yeah. You're that's gonna like, get yeah, <laughs> you're a gonna predominantly get a black crowd, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I thought it was good, man. I'd like because I remember going to pool parties and day pools and just never seeing like. Almost no, like, minorities at all. Well, you wouldn't even see minorities at all, pretty no. much, man. I didn't hear, like, yeah, in the past, I wouldn't see no hip-hop. It was mostly EDM and stuff like that. So seeing it now, it was a fucking 360. Like, it was a full switch. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, man. Yeah. Like, I, I was a little taken back. Like, I was like, damn, shit. Like, and that's what I was saying. Like, 2015, I'm sorry, 2011 is when EDM was maybe 
peaking yeah. mm-hmm. at its at its height. Like LMFAO was cracking, Afrojack was cracking, Chucky, Steve Aoki, Aoki, like all them dudes. Which they had all they all had massive records on the radio and yeah. on the charts, and it was kind of reflective of the city. And I think so. You go to any pool party in any given town, like Tower Beach, Encore Beach Club. I feel like Marquee, Marquee was open at the time. Yeah, yeah, like even like all of them. Like what? Uh, I can't think of any even other like ones. Daylight, daylight at the time. Yeah. I'm kind of wondering though, like what kind of a uh, issues the city has with hip hop though, because we we've all known that the city of Las Vegas has voiced their disapproval of hip hop, right? Yeah. So like with all of these like hip hop acts. And hip hop clubs like flourishing right now, mm-hmm. and a ton of black people coming out right now. Yeah, like how is Vegas reacting? You know, I'm one. I'm a little curious about it. And then, yeah. be, and then we're starting to see like an incident that happened at the Cosmopolitan with Meek Mill, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then things like that, or like or I don't really know what the fuck. No one really knows what the fuck happened, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So many stories. So many. Apparently, Meek is claiming. That there's racism there, they wouldn't let him in, or they were kicking him out, or they uh-huh. were they were banning him from Cosmo. Yeah, for no reason. They say he he had started a fight previously at the Cosmo, so that's a scuffle, why, a, scuffle, a scuffle. So that's why they didn't let him in. Do y'all believe that? It you think like they're so making many, that shit? It was up? so many different stories. I don't believe the scuffle because I think even we were talking about it off off the mic. Like <clears throat> pause, pause. If that was true, someone would have footage. Yeah, I yeah. think it, you know what uh, I mean. Like in the in the age we live in, someone would have had footage of that. Depends where it happened, though. True. If but it if happened it was, in the parking lot, dude, was no he staying at the Cosmo? No, he wasn't. I think he was visiting. He was going to see um, Mustard at Marquee Daypool. Yeah, oh, okay. it was on Saturday because I was everybody was there. I mean, yo, so he just posted that there's a lawsuit coming out. Yeah, yeah. he's going to try to sue. Yeah. He's going to try to sue Cosmo, and then the black people aren't supposed to stay there now. I guess so. Yeah, that's step, the thing. He's a step foot on the property. <laughs> so, so what's Mustard going to do? I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> what other black DJs like everyone? There's no black people. There? What about the motherfuckers who work at the restaurants and shit? Yeah. I mean, that's that's there? a tough thing to ask of somebody, man. There's no, man. black people still stay at the Trump. Like, so you're saying like I mean, black people are supposed to stop working at Cosmopolitan because must because um they went like Meekin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a personal thing. I can't. I can't see black people just going of not booking a reservation at the marquee. I mean, at a uh, Cosmo, based off of what happened to me. Yeah, doesn't make sense. But you saw the comments. People were like, I ain't never staying there. They I'm probably never a, even stayed there. Yeah, yeah. they never probably been there yeah. to begin with. And yeah. to talk about it, Cosmo's kind of like pricey too. I need to see like those comments. Super pricey. I was about to go. I was about to book my my Because <laughs> you meek, well, I ain't gonna because book it meek, now. They let meek in. Fuck Cosmo. I'm not going in there. Shut I think up. one of them was like, Yo, I was gonna book my room for the Cosmo. Fuck that. I'm gonna stay at Tropicana. I'm like for real? <laughs> you gonna stay there? Don't Go to the Aria, you at least, to, man. You didn't even say I'm the like, Venetian. Yo, fam, you gonna stay at the <laughs> Tropicana? Like, do you know what you're doing right now? <laughs> like, that's that's not even the same Level, class man. or like yeah. whatever. Like, to the other side of the strip. But too. do you think these hotels have an issue with hip hop or the crowd it brings? For or sure. more I think, so? Yeah, definitely. For sure. Yeah. Just like a level of unknown or how to deal with the crowd. Or is it deeper than that? It's like certain hotels they don't let certain acts perform at their spot. Yeah, like if they have like a criminal record or some That's type of true. background, That's that true. is true. Yeah. They do a, ch- a check behind, what do they do? Um, a background check, background check yeah. on them, yeah. And they see something's wrong, they'd be like, "Nah, they can't perform at the at the hotel." Yeah, but, but that they, holds that holds true to like some Latin artists too. So yeah, just to be fair, it's not it's not hip hop yeah, all mm-hmm. the way. But there's, they've been lenient recently, you know, because there's a slew of like, I feel like recently hip hop artists it's like definitely uh, recently they've been a little bit more lenient. Yeah. I don't know, man. Does Wachi perform anywhere? 
He's not. He was. He had yeah, his contract. Well, no. Musty usually brings him out. Well, he had well, his contract, DJ, but he can't officially be advertised on a flyer, right? Because of his gang, like he has a wild like. Oh, mm, oh, well, no, he had a con- contract with One Oak, he and did. I think he was yeah, doing stuff right, with yeah. One Oak and Jewel, and mm-hmm. then oh yeah, that's he right. He had that that scuffle that was a fighter. Someone tr- tried to accuse him of like a uh, mugging, like a a person that stayed at right. uh, at Cosmo, and they deaded his contract. Mm. Damn, so he's not allowed to perform. Was it Cosmo? Or, um, it was Hakusan Group. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm bugging out because I DJed a One Oak event with YG, so he was definitely yeah. there. Yeah. It probably was one of the last times. Yeah. Because Maybe. I think that's been about it over a year now. So in order for this to continue to have hip hop and for everything to be hunky dory and have hip hop in Vegas, hunky dory, there has to be no fucking incidents. Nah. There can't be, be no guns and shit. Or, like, it's going to go, what do you think? It's going to go full-fledged on some, like, anti-black or anti-hip-hop or anti-minority <laughs> shit? What you think? Know. I don't know, man. I'm going to be honest with you. Because now, nowadays, this time and age, I don't know, man. Because I remember, like, back in the day when we had All-Star, All-Star Weekend in 2007. Vegas. Mm-hmm. 2007. Like, I remember I was DJing at Jet. Uh-huh. And Jet never had metal detectors. But for All Star Weekend, they brought out metal detectors. Damn. And everyone thought, and you were kind of insulted, right? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Because you've never seen that before (laughs) at Light. I mean, at Jet before. It was just like out of nowhere. But now you know black people are coming and you're like, yo, we got to break out the metal detectors kind of shit. Yeah. I mean. (laughs) And then there was that shit. And then there was another incident. And this is, I think this is what really made them lock down the anti hip hop in Vegas shit was that Rick Ross show at Hayes. Right? I don't remember that. I remember that. That was, yeah. Because there was a big shootout. Wasn't it Memorial Day weekend as well? It was a big shootout, didn't no, it? No, it, it was, um. There was a big explosion on Flamingo. It was a, it was a car chase. I want to say it was like there was a shootout magic. and there was a car chase, and that car chase stopped right around where Dre's is, and, and it was an explosion right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And they, to, to, oh, yeah, it was they, a taxi, dra- taxi they, cab driver involved or something like they that, right? They crashed into a, hydro- a hydraulic, or like, what What the fuck is hydrogen? the other? Hydrogen? Hydrogen gas. <laughs> hydraulic. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> A hydrogen gas taxi, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Running on hydrogen gas yeah. or fuel or whatever. And this shit just blew the fuck up. Yeah. And ever since then, they were like anti-hip hop. What year was it? It was again? like a couple of things also. There was an incident. But that was the worst, man. No, the there was an incident at One Oak also with Chris Brown and Suge Knight. I don't remember that. That one. was LA. No, 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 no. There was, the uh, shooting? It was, a, it was an incident in Vegas. I know what you're talking about. Okay. But there was another incident in Vegas. Where something had happened and they like dead it hip hop at one oak for like a couple of months. Wow. wow. I remember the one in LA, that shit was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> but I think back then you could afford to because there were so many other EDM records and EDM was popping. Yeah, you could afford yeah. to dead hip hop and mm-hmm. still have your night be successful. Now I don't think you can do that. I don't think you could do that either. You know what I mean? There's no way. And all the EDM hits are we're still playing the old ones. They're not coming out with any current music. That I word mean, that's EDM, popping. EDM yeah. is still EDM is this is still big market for EDM. It's yeah. still a drawer, I mean, man. Like yeah. um, I have a question. I mean, look at look at the like I'm looking at some of the the footage uh, on social media from Instagram from like Marshmello, yeah, and even Excess, which is all EDM, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just it's fucking crazy. It's packed as fuck. It's popping. Yeah, I think everybody. I think everybody won this weekend for Memorial Day weekend, and I hardly I re- I haven't seen that in a minute where every venue. Was making money and was yeah. packed, and all the DJs was working and everything yeah. was popping. Like I haven't seen that in a minute. Crooked, I was with you on Saturday, and even before you got on, we were like, "Damn, like it's popping." Yeah, I was at One Oak on Saturday with uh, Rich the Kid. No, 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 no. Playboy Cardi. Playboy Cardi. Yeah. Sorry, and that shit was packed at like 
I think we got there eleven thirty. Yeah, you just got there early. I got there eleven thirty. I've been coming. I've been uh, trying to arrive early to the to the Look to the you. venues now, Being just so I can hear the opener. <laughs> I don't really give a fuck if they burn me or not. I just want to hear what they're doing for the next hour. Yeah. <laughs> so I can at least coordinate the shit. Like, all right, if they burn me, I can play that record at like one forty-five or some shit, yeah. or whatever the fuck. But I don't really care at this point. I mean. And, Burn yeah, I mean, go ahead. Between uh, you being at One Oak, a buddy of mine went to Dre's. That shit was packed. Yeah, my buddy of mine went to Dre's. I think they he said Meek Mill was performing on Friday, and he had never seen Dre's as crazy as he was on Friday mm. with Meek Mill. He said you could name every NBA athlete that's still not playing there, like celebrities. Like it was stupid. I saw James Harden was on tour. I yeah, mean, he was everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we saw him too. So, yeah, <laughs> he was there. So I mean. I just think that hip hop, and and too, you know what I think too. Back then, hip hop was a little more violent, and what in the music that what? was coming out. Violent, what, man? It's like like now, it's more fun. What are you talking about, bro? Yo, Rick Ross had crate BMF. <laughs> yeah. All them kind of records were like Mad Hood and like violent. Fifty when he was hot. Now the records are like Lil Nas X, Cardi. Uh, like they're fun. So I think it doesn't have that same kind of tension in the music. Really? I think so. That's I think that's something to do with it. I don't know, maybe he has a point, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what's not, like, obviously, like, fucking women are killing, taking over the fucking shit right now. Yeah. Yeah. You got City Girls killing this shit. Mm-hmm. Meg Thee Stallion. Yeah. Who else? Sweetie. Sweetie. Cardi's still doing her thing. Cardi's yeah. doing her thing. If Nicki drops some shit, that shit will probably yeah. pop a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the list goes on and on. Bad Baby? Bad Baby is actually killing yeah, that. That song, that song is like bubbling. Is bubbling up. Yeah, that man. shit's been bubbling, but What's now that? it's creeping over to the club. What song? Bestie okay. with, with uh, Meg, Meg Stallion. Stallion. Yeah. And then you said there's going to be a remix to the Meg Thee Stallion, uh, so Big Old Freak. Big Old Freak. With Drake. I think so. Yeah. City Girls got at least four records you could bake out <clears throat> easy in the club. Yeah. And bring multiple, bring them back multiple times. Yeah. I'm surprised they ain't got no residency set up. Well, one is still in jail. I the, know. The young Miami is the only one that's performing. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. So, what well, was the other set up a residency with that <laughs> shit? I know, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm surprised no one booked Blueface. I was surprised by he that too. He booked himself. <laughs> he showed up. And he just I mean, for him to have such a huge record, Lil Nas X too. I mean, but they only have one. But they record. only have one song, man. Yeah, yeah, they only have one record. I mean, Lil Nas X. Yeah, he just got that one song. That's yeah. nah. But then he performed like uh, for some NHL, like for this uh, the Stanley Cup. After. Okay, yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that's one song though. The championships. Yeah, the Stanley Cup. Who wanted that shit? I'm still going on right now. Still playing. Still yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. He was performing at that motherfucker. Yeah, one, so. one song can get you booked for a holiday weekend. Like Pan- That's not even hip hop, though. A designer still riding. I don't. I don't Panda. think you can call that hip hop right now. Could <laughs> you couldn't play it like at a hip hop club? I mean, yo, I'm not gonna lie. Like when I play it, I feel like I'm playing a cooler version of like Mambo Number no. Five. <laughs> <laughs> but do hip hop crowds feel it? Huh? Do hip hop crowds feel that record? I mean, at first, yeah, kind of like when it first like started hitting. If you have a younger crowd, uh-huh. I think they, work. They, they turn up to that shit. Yeah. But if you got yeah. like a like a twenty five older crowd or like thirty years over, you got to get out of that shit, man. I don't. Yeah. Th- I think they <laughs> kind of see it as like a pro. I don't know what the fuck they see it as. Yeah. Like, I think they, there's too much, like there's just too much background about like country music trying to not not accept it. Yeah. And all of this shit. I don't know, man. There's all this like weird fucking feelings with everyone, motherfuckers. So. Because I get, I get, I think about it a little too much when I'm when it's time to play that record. Like I gotta really think about it. It's a gamble. Just dropping it. It's a little you know bit of a gamble. Yeah. 
I noticed that with young motherfuckers, they just wild the fuck out. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, just play it. If it, if it, if it doesn't pop, then on to the next one, man. Yeah. yeah. Just have one ready to go. At this point, man, I've, I would say that that would be the best case scenario. Uh, so with Meek Mill, what are we really? Are we not going to Cosmo? <laughs> We're not going to go to Hattie B's? When I'm I go to go to crossover, I'm still going to Hattie B's, man. You gonna go? To I'm still going. <laughs> you go to still Hattie B's? I'm still going to crossover. <laughs> We're not going to get no Scarpetta. We're not going to get no Scarpetta. I get I'm still my going, I get my haircuts at at uh oh, at the barbershop. That's a flex at the barbershop. Yeah, that's, that's wealth. It's an expensive haircut. <laughs> that's, wealth. Wealth. that's wealth. How much you pay for a haircut? Seventy dollars. Woo, baby. <laughs> Seventy dollars. Is mean, that a lot? That's just a lot. <laughs> Come on, is, is that a lot? Yeah, it's Yo, a lot. Huh? Jesus, I'm I mean, saying not, like, not but you getting like what? You get champagne or <laughs> caviar? Huh? You get a little rose petals. You get like a you get a foot rub. I put it. Let me break, can I break it down for yeah. you? Break it down. Go ahead. I'll break it down. From where I live, I could walk to the Cosmo. True. Okay. Okay. So you say you saving like fifteen dollars? <laughs> no, no. Wait, wait, listen, listen, listen. Right. The barbershops that I know of that I would go to. It cost me about twelve dollars each way. Okay. Mm, All right. Okay. So that's like twenty four dollars, right? How much yeah. is a how much is a haircut? Standard forty bucks. Thirty five to forty bucks. Thirty five. Let's say forty. Mm-hmm. So forty with the cab is already sixty. You got to mm-hmm. tip and your barber. And then I tip the motherfucker, so it's seventy already. So what the fuck y'all talking about? You tipping your driver and you tipping your barber. Yeah. Right? So like I, I walk across, I get yeah. my haircut, I seventy dollars, I tip a shot to Charlie, I tip Charlie twenty dollars. Shout out to Charlie. <laughs> How often Charlie? you go? Like every like two weeks. Weeks. every week every other week yeah two every weeks two every weeks. two weeks. So I mean, you, if I got a lot of special events, I go every week. You know, you get you getting like a glass of champagne. You getting like they offer you scotch or a drink. Yeah. I usually just want water. Yeah, you know, you know, it's I'm cool. Used to, like so it's just real easy for me. For me, it's the, like it's I'm literally paying, so I don't. I'm like it's almost the same. To you me. know what? That makes sense. I was wondering what the conv- what the like why people would go, and that might be a reason. It's convenient. Like, like yeah. if it's just like, it's convenient, and everyone there knows what the fuck they're doing, and it's like easy to set up the appointment. Mm-hmm. I go online, I set up the appointment. I don't want to be texting a barber, and like having him like yo having to go there, and then having to wait another forty five minutes. Yeah, like motherfuckers there are on time. That's why I cut my last <laughs> so like, barber off at this at the Cosmo. I'd rather pay. I pay an extra forty dollars to be on time. Like if I get there at three o'clock, my haircut's at three o'clock. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If I go to another barber, I get there at 3 o'clock, he'll be like, yo, I'll be right with you. It'll be like 3.45, and he'll be like, all right, let's go. So are you getting what you paid for? Like $70? Uh, yeah. I'm getting exactly what I paid for. So it's worth $70 that haircut. It's, it's, it's worth $90. I'm doing the tip. Damn, now, yeah, you yeah. gave a $20 tip? Yeah. That's a tip. Pause. I mean, she take, you know, like, like look, if I want my eyebrows, you know, trimmed up. They probably do facials and all that too, right? Oh, what? Pause. Keep going. $90 for a haircut every two weeks is crazy. And it's a shorty. She's like, she got skills. And I'm tired of like these dudes being all rough with a motherfucker. Like with the razor. And then the back of my neck look like, like you know, like a bunch of fucking red ants just bit my neck. Yo, the motherfuckers be rough as fuck, man. You know what I grew? Mm. I grew up with a like with a woman like barber. Shorty, so can, like at least relate. finesse a motherfucker, like you know. Yeah, she rubbed the ear the right way, huh? You keep doing that. Women, it's not like that. It's like it's more like yo, like you know, like one, like my auntie is taking care of me. No, like, I noticed women barbers they know what looks good on a man, huh? And they cut you different. Does that make sense? How often you go they to? They pay a, attention, yo. They pay attention to shit too. Tell, that's what I'm saying. They pay attention to the details. Motherfuckers be looking at their phone, talking to somebody on their phone, cutting your hair, talking to the next motherfucker. Hey, yeah, yeah, you. 
Yeah, that's the only motherfucker. Yeah, right. And then, hey. then that's, that's part of a barber shop, man. I don't like lie, man. I don't need to experience that shit. My last time I was at when my like barber, I, like I got friends, man. I don't need to have like. Don't say his name. I'm not gonna say his name. Don't say his name because I'm motherfucker. I don't like him anymore. Last time I was at my barber, he was like Facetiming his girl the whole time, and it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. He fucked shit up. Like, no, he did. He still did a good job. It was time He made me like two hours. Yo, these dudes, they just feeling themselves so much, man. Like they know they nice and they know they. You need them. Yo, for some of these barbers be yo. trying to fucking rip people off. I ain't go front, man. It's like they trying to charge time. 50 bucks, 40 bucks for a lineup. 40 bucks for a lineup. <laughs> for a, line, a lineup of beer? Yo, yo, do me a favor. Do me a favor. What? Get like the beard. I think the beard lineup or like beard, whatever facial shit or whatever the fuck at the barbershop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's like $40 mm-hmm. or, or $40 or 50 Mm-hmm. Treat yourself to that shit and then let me know what you think afterwards. I think about it. All right, you can use our promo. <laughs> I think about it. And then tell me if it's not worth it to at least have motherfuckers be on time to treat you like a human being and to not make you feel like you you should be feeling like you you know, like you doing me a motherfucking favor for cutting like let me cut your hair. You know what I'm saying? And use promo code crooked with Charlie. You know what I'm feeling, right? I would gladly go with never me and you we could do it. I'm so oh, I'm just I mean, scared. Need man. To do all that shit, but <laughs> you know, you know what, what it is? <laughs> and I'm gonna just speak for us being black men. It's something about just going to the hood to get your hair cut. Yes. That just it just feels yeah, like man, home. It's, yeah. it's an experience. It's always been like that since <laughs> growing up, man. Yeah. Okay, sorry. In, in, you know, I'm, in I'm my Korean hype, background, we didn't grow up with the Korean barbershop. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers FaceTiming their girlfriend. Nah, man. That bothered me. I was like, damn, you're going to FaceTime your girlfriend. I mean, that's too much, man. It's like, I'm used to motherfuckers just talking and shit. And he had it like propped up on a little stand and everything so the girl could see him cutting. I was like, oh, hey, it's because I never mind. I'm not going to burn the spot, but there's a reason why he's getting that FaceTime oh, okay. call. I always feel like I'm getting rushed too, man. Like, they're rushing. Like, they ain't taking time on my shit. Yeah, they rushing me out. That fucking hype mains. I mean, the way you kind of described it, I wouldn't mind trying it, man. Yeah, be honest. Pause. <laughs> Treat yourself like you're honestly, man. Treat yourself, King. <laughs> I don't know, man. Motherfuckers spend so much stupid money on other things. Like for me, like I don't really do that shit no more. Yeah. So for me to get what I want and not have to worry about it, yeah, and not have to stress about the shit. Yeah, like yeah, I'll pay an extra twenty dollars to just like. Be on time yeah. and all that shit. Man. So in other words, you gonna still go to Cosmopolitan? So when's your next shit cut? Fuck <laughs> Meek. All right, fuck so, Meek. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm still, not saying fuck. I mean, Meek. not fuck. I didn't mean like that, but fuck, still, fuck uh, Meek's movement. Look, man, I'm all for the black movement. You know, I'm Korean, and my I think my <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think my barber is like Portuguese and Hawaiian. So I think we're all good. If I get invited know? to STK, I'm not gonna in my mind think, damn, Meek said don't go to the Cosmo. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go enjoy me a steak. So I got some inside news on Meek right now. Okay, what's up? So apparently, uh, this person that I know that works around the Cosmo. I right, don't be snitching, all right? <laughs> Jesus, man, <laughs> fucking snitch. Jesus Christ, dry snitch, dry snitch. Uh, so apparently, the the security guard at the Cosmo been acting up lately. They even had an incident when the they called the security over to whatever spot he works at or she works at. And they never showed up. So this Meek situation happened. They wouldn't even let him get out the car. There was no scuffle. And they wouldn't even let, as soon as he would step on property, he was going to be arrested. So apparently it has to do with Cosmo being up for sale now. So that's why security guards been acting up and probably being a little bit more uh, More strict on shit. Yeah, more aggressive and shit like that. They wouldn't even let Meek know. You know what's funny? It's like all of these incidents are like, individual cases like we can't just broadly say that cosmo is racist 
Yeah. Or like these people are racist and you this can't blame the whole or like, hotel or me or me had it coming to him because honestly I was outside of this one venue right this one day pool shit okay this this oh, what, what do I say this black dude had a black girl with him and the black girl was like she was fucked up she was like she could hardly walk yeah. uh-huh. he was basically dragging her ass, yeah right and so security was looking at him like damn like she okay uh-huh. she might need a wheelchair or like. Does he know? Does she know him? Right. Is he like, and because he, he was taking her to like the parking lot. Yeah. So then, security went up to him. And he's like, "Excuse me, sir. Like, ma'am, do you guys need any assistance?" And then the dude was like, "Man, get the fuck away from me, man! I smacked the shit out." She's like, "Get the fuck away from me! Leave us the fuck alone!" And he was like, "All right." He's like, and he backed off. Yeah. And I was like, "Yo, why the fuck did he react like that?" You yeah. Know? Alcohol. I didn't was like, to say he was drinking. Like, yeah. He was drinking, but still like. I think that's like that's why to me like if the security flipped the fuck out after that I would have been like yo you don't yeah. I would have talked to security like that and any security in his right mind would have asked if they needed help I would actually if so if he told me to fuck off and fuck me in like that whatever like that yeah. I would have called for backup and I would have been like yo just do me a favor I want to check the safety her safety uh-huh. we can get you guys a wheelchair so you're not dragging her she doesn't fall yeah. hurt herself or anything like that just to clarify the situation, but when you're being hostile like that, yeah. either party, if security is being hostile, they should not be hostile. Yeah. If mm-hmm. the patron is being hostile, they shouldn't be hostile, yo. Yeah. There has to be like a kind of middle ground where you guys are like, this dude's doing his job. And in the end, like, yo, this person's trying to have fun. I'm not going to try to like fuck up the whole shit and, and create a scene for this shit. Right. But we have to start like, stop generalizing that it's like, yo, it's completely racism. Sometimes people right. are just assholes. But I have a you question. know what I mean? I have a question. So, if that police officer or security has had multiple instances where he's dealt with someone like that, yeah, is it necessarily his fault if he snaps because he's dealt with hostile motherfuckers? But he's not. He's, like, he's not allowed tongue, to snap. His tongue, yeah, and it's like okay, I'm gonna be keep my cool, and it's like you but keep he's talking not, to me like that. He's not allowed to snap. Right. That's the whole point of security. Is security is paid to keep their cool. Yeah. Security is there to defuse a situation, not escalate it. Yeah. So if you have security, uh, for example, if you got two motherfuckers fighting, right? And security breaks it up. All security does is like, yo, I've seen big motherfuckers talk, like big security dudes, talk to like like a hostile dude, put their arm, like put their hand on his shoulder, be like, yo, I need you to calm down, man. I know you're upset, but you need to calm down because this is going to get really ugly. Right. And I don't want you to get hurt and I don't want anyone to get hurt. The dude usually calms the fuck down. Yeah. Yeah. Unless he's like fucking out of his mind, yo. Yeah. <laughs> And there's some motherfuckers that are out of their mind. They yeah. get lumped up. But yeah. when I see security, like some security just be coming up super ag. Yeah. Just like, just ready. Like, yeah, just, just muscle up. Just do something. To someone. Yeah, even when I've DJed, there's been security that came up to me like, turn the fucking music off. I'm like, what? What the fuck? Yeah. Like, yo, we work together, <laughs> sir. I'm the reason why you have a job. <laughs> I mean, I'm not the reason he has a job, but I'm Part like, yo, we work together. Like, just tell me to lower the shit or turn it off. I'll turn just it give off. Just give me a little. Like, when I'm turn in my, down a notch. in those moments, like, if something happened like, to me like that, where they tell me to turn the music down or curse at me, I'll be mad in the moment. But then I think about it later. I'm like, maybe he's dealt with so many instances that he's just fed up and he, he gets to that boiling point himself, even though he's secure. Yeah, and he's but he trained. shouldn't take it out on you. Right, right. And I think sometimes there's a human element or human nature that he just, they can't help but like But react. if you if you react like an asshole, there's, I mean, it's not going to help anything. Someone's right. got to take an L. Someone's got to be the bigger man. Yeah. And then and do that shit. And it should usually be the guy that's getting paid to be secure. I mean, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with Meek Mill, I don't know what's going on with that. But there were like multiple instances where people were complaining about how 
uh, Cosmo was racially profiling and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I've, so I've, they're like known for that. Yeah, I've heard they, they, they can racial profile anywhere from black to Middle Eastern. And I've seen some of that shit happen before. So you think the fact that they're selling, um, they might be on edge with their jobs, not knowing yeah, I mean, the future yeah. of their See, jobs? And then when I heard about this Meek Mill shit, a theory came to mind was that was he staying at the hotel? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was his boys telling random shorties like, yo, we at the Cosmo, we at the Cosmo. No. So then the lobby ended up being packed with groupies and fans. And that's, to me, irresponsible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That In that case, I think... Cosmo has every right to approach him and be like, look, you've created like this chaotic situation at our lobby and we can't have that. It's disturbing other guests. Mm-hmm. Like we need you to leave the property. Because yeah. you're causing pandemonium. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. That I can understand. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I just him getting there, I don't know, man. For me to see that shit, it sounds so crazy though, right? That he would pull up and as soon as he opened the door, they'd be like, as soon as you step foot, you can't like. It was at valet too. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, so I'm I'm thinking like how did they know he was gonna come up? Yeah. How did they know like, how did they know who he was? Exactly. I wonder if he requested for security to be escorted to the That's Marquee. what I was gonna say. Yeah. Maybe he requested extra security to get to get from valet to the to the venue. Because it is a walk from valet to marquee is a little bit of a walk. It is. And if he was gonna go to marquee, why wouldn't marquee like said something intervene up. or something? I don't yeah. know. Because he was mm-hmm. I mean, he was gonna meet up with mustard, so because they could have mm-hmm. intervened and sent him up through like a back entrance. Yeah, they or, have the top entrance, or, yeah. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, all right. All right. I mean, I'm interested, interested to see if this lawsuit, like, no, what, what comes of it. You know what I mean? His lawyer says he's going to burn down Cosmo to the ground. I mean. He's going to burn Cosmo to yeah, the ground. Yeah, with this lawsuit. Don't take think like, fucking. <laughs> don't by the time that happens. So I got a question. What if it's a settlement? Is that bad? Mm. A settlement for what though? I don't know. Harassment, for discrimination, discrimination. But how? I mean, I don't see a, no settlement. Like, why? Well, I gonna get money for not going, not being allowed into the hotel. But I got a question: If Meek ends up getting like a few million from this, right? Is he gonna and pay? It, he's gonna break off the people that never stayed there. But I'm just saying, how does that represent the people at all? Like, how is that a win for the people? Is he gonna keep the money? No, if that happens, is yeah. he gonna keep the money or he's gonna donate it? To some type of charity. I don't know. I think Jigga gonna be like. I feel like Jigga's helping them with the lawyers. First of all, yeah. I feel like that's definitely Jay Z's lawyer team. Jay Z was part of that opening of the Cosmo, by the way. I don't think yeah, anybody remembers that. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I mean, there's a lot of people who are upset with Jay Z about uh, Barclays. I mean, yeah. Just because it was like gentrification, like they were saying with the rap. Remember, we were saying, yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah, they was. He was like, oh, you want us to, you want us to gentrify our own neighborhood, but. You brought the biggest gentrification to Brooklyn, which was the opening, yeah, okay, like opening the Barclays. And this so. is, I know this may be a little off topic, off topic, but is it necessarily if it's providing jobs for the community? But it's actually, it's, I mean, it's it's a weird thing where you want to keep like, all right, let's talk about, uh, like we said before, we've had many podcasts where we talk about black groceries, right? Right. Like mm-hmm. having everything black on, black grocery, black drugstore. Black diners, black pharmacists, yeah, yeah. everything, yes. doctors. Yeah. How do we create that? How do we create, uh, uh, you know, a new housing depart like uh, housing developments and renovations, and keep everything black owned? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think when you bring the Barclays there, you're actually kicking black people out. But I, but were, at the, it was a bad neighborhood though. Before they built that, but the whole point is to go into bad neighborhoods and elevate and make it better for black people, not Mm -hmm. kicking black people out. It's like if I went to Compton and I'm Nipsey, and I start investing in the hood Mm -hmm. or like bad neighborhoods, 
in gang territory and start creating things like Marathon and like famous restaurants or groceries or whatever the fuck, it starts attracting outside tourists to come through, right? Mm -hmm. Like what, the Marathon shop made 10 million? 10 million in sales since his death. I mean, that's crazy. And it probably is 10 million? 15 by now. You buddy. think it made that much money since his death? I don't They shut down. They shut they down. They shut the store. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they had too many orders, bro. Like, they were asking, but I don't like, think it made that much money. For, for a couple of weeks, 10 million? It made 10 Did million. Did you see the impact yeah. of his death? <laughs> Everybody saw the impact, but come yeah. on. A shirt is $30. Though, dollars. Oh, shit, $10 million? I feel like the workers are like, yo, we good. We Why would they close down the store? Like, I think they, they couldn't keep up with um, buying gear. Yeah, that's why they have to shut it down, and they have to fulfill $10 million worth of orders, which is going to take I don't know how long. That's going to be worse than the fucking antisocial social club with Neek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that went like fucking millions of dollars. Even, even my man. Um, <laughs> no one saw Peter shake his head like. <laughs> Peter, you got your order yet? <laughs> you never got it? No, I never ordered. Oh, you never ordered? Oh, I thought nah, you were just come on. You had, you had some anti-social social club hoodies. You got uh, the plaid red one. <laughs> Yo, that, that people people great. still waiting for a fear of God. Fear yeah, of God, I'm what? Ready. Those orders. Which orders? <laughs> Back in the days, man. No, I don't know about that. Nah, nah, nah. It was anti-social. That that they. The no, Fear of God was doing that also, man. Oh, they it? couldn't keep up with them orders. Yeah, I'm into a lot, but no, again, no, Fear of God had other issues than that, I think, mm -hmm. because they had a Barney's account that they were wholesaling to distribution-wise. Mm -hmm. So what he, what Fear God did, I believe, is that they did a prepayment pro program in, like, uh, probably the end of, like, winter. Yeah. And it was supposed to deliver before spring, mm -hmm. but I feel like they were behind on production, so all the money that was funding funding all of those pre prepaid orders yeah. mm -hmm. they, they put it to the Barney's, Barney's. to get because Bar you can't fuck up a Barney's distribution order Barney if you're like because it's remember we, we dealt with like PacSun yeah. when you deal with these big big box stores like they penalize you percentages of of what they pay you for like delivering late yeah. not labeling not, shit right exactly uh -huh. and yeah not having the right amount of gear or shirts whatever you're supposed to have yeah, yeah if you're yeah. sure too if you don't pack like if you don't pack it right on like these pallets and deliver it and if it's not that. perfect yeah you get penalized like one percent two percent so when barney's gives you like a half a million dollar order or more i can imagine probably more maybe mm -hmm. with fear of god yeah but they were like yo we got to send this shit out unfortunately the customers have to pay for that they can't get this shit on time yeah but the thing win. is the, the customers are already got the, they've already the, they're basically hostage because Fear of God has the money. They gotta wait, yeah. yeah. So they, they, they gotta wait. They gotta wait either way. So it's like, all right, man, like we'll, we'll make sure you well, get that shit in three months, but you yeah, gotta get it. Yeah, anyway, by the time you know? they get that shit, they could be out of style. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, <laughs> but back to the marathon clothing uh, uh, little shopping center. I mean, he had the he had the restaurant, he had the barber shop, so he was kind of making it. Was the restaurant open? I think it was. I think it was open, but it had gotten re renovated. Are you calling the donut shop a restaurant? No, he's no. supposed to open like a seafood like a restaurant. Fish, like a fish. fucking joking around. Dick. We're talking about <laughs> Wasn't it shit. a donut? It was a donut. No, it was a seafood oh. restaurant he was supposed to open up at that area. There was yeah. a donut shop down there. Nah, it was like a Creole like yeah, fried fish Creole. type spot. I kept thinking that that was the location where they filmed um, that Friday. Don't say Friday, man. Yeah. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> when they were like the security guards? Man, no, oh, man. they were talking about Friday after next? Huh? Friday after next? Yeah, yeah Friday after next. That's totally different. Security and shit? No? Okay. <laughs> That's a landmark spot, right? The shit with the yeah. big donut yeah. on top of the Randy's. Randy's. Yeah. yeah. 
I forgot what street that's on. Vermont Randy's? Like Century. Yeah. Century in uh, La Brea. Oh, yeah. There you okay. go. All right, man. I, I, mean, I don't know Cali, so. <laughs> I apologize. Century in La Cienega. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of Cali, let's talk about this YG. 400. Y, YG album. For real, for real? That's like selling almost the same Plus. amount of records as Moneybag Yo. Yo, what's up with these big well, artists like not delivering? It's projected, Crooked. It's projected. This is not this. Yeah, this is not the final um, sales. So, what kind of sales should YG be doing? Not thirty thousand. Well, that was for the entire week. Thirty thousand. That's is projection, pretty bad, right? Yeah. First of all, isn't it bad to fucking release music on Memorial Day weekend? Um, like no one's giving a shit about new music. Everyone's just trying to get to where they're getting to. I, I mean, agree. they were trying to get the push for the Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, maybe a song, out, song or two from there, get pushed for the whole weekend and becomes the weekend song. That's well, nah, I feel like I feel like pushing a song like before Memorial Day weekend would be the move. Well, so the stop like snitching like push. Week, yeah, you know? the stop snitching push started started around beginning of May, like maybe single to mile weekend. Mm-hmm. And yo, who's who's your snitch at Cosmo? Oh my god, <laughs> who's your snitch at Cosmo, bro? <laughs> your girl Charlie. Hey, <laughs> big shout out to Charlie taking care of a motherfucker. I gotta go. I actually gotta get a cut before I leave. What's her Instagram? You want to keep promoting her? Uh, she's at the barbershop. Okay, at LV. I actually don't remember her Instagram. All right, so I'm not really feeling this go local song. I don't. I'm yeah. not, I, I kind of feel, and you could tell me since you are a Mexicano. Okay, go ahead. And uh, from Estados Unidos, you could tell me if you think it's like. Mexican Hispanic appropriation. They kind of like look. Listen, I arriba, arriba. Uh, like, okay. That shit is kind of <laughs> fucked up. No? I grew up around <laughs> blacks and Mexicans, and I think I see where he's coming from. I appreciate the gesture. What's the gesture of him kind of shedding light on the Mexican culture, the party, the backyard boogies? That all looks like he got it dead on. However, not putting a Mexican rapper on that song was kind of. Like, well, who should he put on there? There's a few rappers in LA that he could have put on. Like, there's this rapper named King Lil G. He's actually pretty good. He should have put him on. Or, you know, who was that rapper he put? It was from Brazil or some shit, right? No, he was, I think he was Cuban. But even at that, like, like you do this whole Mexican thing and then you don't put no Mexican artists. So you like really offended because he didn't put no Mexicans? I think if you're going to, I mean, if I'm going to make a song about Jamaica and then I put somebody from Trinidad, somebody will feel away and be like, why did you do this whole Jamaican thing? And then nobody from Jamaica is being represented. <laughs> so that's my whole thing. Well, are Mexicans pissed off about it? I mean, I'm not pissed off. I think a lot of people are probably bothered. A lot of people. Really? Think, yeah. A lot of even uh I've seen a lot of my friends that are black be like, yo, this is kind of appropriation. And he's kind of like really, um, he's trying to really force this shit. And it should be natural instead of, you know. I mean, he did a song before called Vato a few years back. I don't know if you guys remember. Wasn't that Snoop? No, that was YG. And it was like the flip of My Hitter. And mm. so i seen him do this before. I appreciate the gesture. I mean, I get where he's coming from. He does. I mean, he wasn't doing it for you. <laughs> I mean, my people, but I see what he did there. But you know, that's mustard, YG, Jeezy, and Q. Oh, I remember this song. Remember, it, it was gonna set to take off after my hitter, and it just didn't go. You see what I'm saying? 
So we should be at, you should be mad at mustard with this one. Cause mustard ain't putting no Mexicanos on there. Yeah, I mean, is that Quavo? I just have Q on there. They ain't no <laughs> wait. First of all, they ain't no Mexicans on that record. Yeah. <laughs> so, so why try it again if you already fucking failed once? <laughs> I completely forgot about that. You song. remember that record? Yeah, I yeah. remember that. You like nachos? Yeah, she like was mad racist. Is that that? Do you like nachos? Yeah. <laughs> it's like mad ignorant though, isn't it? <laughs> it sounds like, yeah, man. You like nachos? Like I like Quavo. <laughs> like I said, like this is a song. I think it came out 2014 around yeah, mustard. They, they made this song in like six minutes, bro. Me and my vato. Me, I am a vato, he said. Oh, so I said me and my vato. Did he say pull up in my carro? <laughs> he said pull up in the carro like a gato. <laughs> like and a cat? A, like a gato? <laughs> What's that? Exactly. What is a vato? <laughs> it's a dude. A vato. It's like a Mexican. It's like a G. Yeah, it's like a Mexican. It's like an OG, right? But yeah. the, the gato is cat, right? Yeah. I mean, like, listen, <laughs> like I said, you, there's a way you can like. I get the cheese like nacho. <laughs> That shit is mad fucking disrespectful. Like man, I said, man. like oh. I tried again if you already felt once. Yo, Loco was like crazy disrespectful for me. <laughs> like I like arriba, arriba. Like they don't know that. Like, like uh, Speedy Gonzalez. Who produced that? I think it was Mustang. Let me double check. Arriba, arriba. <laughs> I could see that song hitting in the strip club though. What? Yeah. You were wilding. Bounce that ass like bounce that ass like a Lolo? That's, oh that's strip club talk. Yo, you don't know this term jumping the shark, right? Nah. Alright, so <laughs> jumping the shark uh is in reference to remember that TV show Happy Days? Yeah. Yeah. And then there was it was like you know when the TV show is just not popping no more? Mm-hmm. So they do desperate shit for people to watch mm-hmm. like the show? Yeah. So jumping the shark was when Happy Days when Fonzie was on a motorcycle. No, no, no. He was um jet skiing, and he jumped over a shark. I thought it was a motorcycle. No, no. He was on the jet skis. Oh, jet skis. Yeah, and he jumped over the shark. Uh huh. And after that episode, that was like, that's when that term came up, jumping the shark. Because it was like a desperate move for for the, for the ratings to go for up. For the ratings again. to go up, so everyone's gonna be like, oh shit, Fonzie's about to jump the shark. And that was like a big episode at the time. So like they, like they put that in reference to like a bunch of TV shows or movies. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. when a like when a TV show is not doing well and it's on its like eight, like eighth season and they have to do desperate shit. Like, like oh, uh, they jump in the shark. Yeah, they jump yeah. in the shark. So for Damn. me, for for this sounds like he was jumping the shark. Yeah, like he needed some kind <laughs> of like but like catchy. YG record, is still but really like really such relevant. A reach. You know what I mean? Like he just came off of one of the biggest hits. It out last summer. Okay, so the the other rapper on the songs, his name is John Z, and he's Puerto Rican. Oh, okay. So Puerto he's Rican. not Cuban. He's not or Cuban. Or Mexican. But yeah, do you think, I mean, YG had a really, really good 2018. He didn't need to, um, is he at that jump to sharp point, you think? Wait, you had a, he had a really good uh, yeah. 2018, did he? How? Yeah. yeah. Big Bang. Big Bang. But he had like a bunch of people on that song. Yeah, but I mean, but that was his record. I mean, he, true. Must have produced Go Loco. He did. I mean, they should have just kept that one in the cut. But, I, you know, I see what they tried and it didn't work out. And then, to be honest, that album was really good to me. Which YG's one? last album <coughs> with uh, Big Bang on it. Suwoo? Yeah, the Suwoo album, right? Suwoo. Yeah, that was a good Suwoo. album. Ta-da. 
I didn't listen to it. Did you listen to the new one? The new I one? Listen, I Not entirely. Not Everyone's entirely. talking about that Do, do Your Dance song. Yo, what, people really tried. Someone told me, yo, this is going to go off. I'm like, ah. The do Your Dance Yeah, shit? it's too slow. It's way too slow. All right. Uh, What's your hot take? What a, I don't know. I didn't listen to this shit. Oh, you want me to play it for you? Yeah, yeah. Let me hear that. Okay. It say? sounds like a... It sounds very West Coasty, very uh, cruising. On some, yeah, like a, like some, uh, what is that? Like a ain't no fun type of shit, right? Yeah. 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 But not, yeah. I see what you, yeah. Yeah. Like on some, yeah, like whatever. The fuck. Yo, West Coast motherfuckers like to cruise around too. <laughs> Waste so, gas for no, Here we go. One sec, never. All right. Yeah, that sounds like some DJ Quick shit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's definitely some Battle Cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Daz and Corrupt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're saying that may be the one I don't see it. That's a radio record. What do you think? It's a summertime that's what everyone's radio saying record. that's the one. Everyone's saying that's the one. I don't think so. I just let West Coast people pick whatever mm -hmm. they want me to play and I play it because I can't tell <laughs> with West Coast records if it's good or not. So he's projected to sell like 35,000? 36,000. That's kind of bad, right? Well, first week you got to think about a lot of shit. I think he got a plaque not long ago for Big Bank, and it says 1 billion streams, and then that went pla uh, gold. Mm -hmm. So you got to think about streaming has a lot to do because no, one, no one's buying music anymore. So it's 36,000. Hard, hard bought downloads, right? Yeah, hard but downloads. It's, or it's like half and half. Like I feel like it's maybe no, no. Look, we already discussed this. Streaming is 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 it's accounted for. It's accounted for yeah. at thirty six thousand. He just dropped it. I mean, no one even knew about it. Yeah, there wasn't enough promotion. It was a real quiet. Like he, put, he pushed like. the Go Local record, but he didn't push the album release. He also that was tweeted. The thing. He said, "I didn't feel to do any rollout or any promotion because that's I where he fucked up. Because I think well, that's where he fucked up. He yeah. said he hasn't been feeling right since the death of Nipsey." I mean, I can understand that. Yeah. So, but he felt like he had to just get the music out. Yeah. I mean, he's done a lot of radio uh, interviews in the West Coast. If I was on his team, man, I would have waited and I would not have pushed out that Go Local single. Like, that did not need to come out. He was better off making a new record about Nipsey and then, like, putting it out the right way. He that would have been the first initial good rollout for that album is making a song for Nipsey. Well, he, his speech that he did at Nipsey's memorial thing at Staples Center is on the album. Because it's like, yo, when Biggie died, right? How many mm -hmm. motherfuckers, how many, we had Diddy come out with Missing You. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we had uh, I Always Love Big Papa with The Locks. The Locks, uh -huh. And my thing is that it's nice for, these, for a motherfucker who's in your crew to make a tribute record. Number one, mm -hmm. yeah. and then number two, it's good marketing and it's good for like sales. It's, it's like everybody wins. Like Nipsey's gonna get paid, obviously, and it's just like I think that's a better rollout than pushing this, you know, fake Mexican shit. That you think he was know. trying to tie it in with uh, Cinco de Mayo? I mean, Cinco de Mayo was weeks ago, but what but I even, think, but even that's ignorant because like real yeah. Mexicans don't give a fuck about Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, so it's just there's like a whole like. I don't like it made me question like do y'all really know any Mexicans because if y'all talked to them they probably would have been like that ain't it to release it on May 5th yeah and th this ain't it to be people like, think whatever. Cinco de Mayo is the Independence Day of Mexico it's not yeah. <laughs> they won a battle that's it <laughs> that happened in Cinco de Mayo guys. I just remember when I would fight when I would do the stuff for Mayweather he would yeah. always make it a point to fight on Cinco de Mayo they, weekend. He, they only fight it's a, it's on a big Mexi fight weekend because Mexicans hate Mexicans <laughs> hate fucking uh, it's just a big fight weekend yeah. it's just like a, what, what would you compare it to like a f what's it's too it's just a, like an American 
like holiday. What? Yeah. Cinco de Mayo? Yeah, it's an appropriate. It's just an appropriate. It's, it's a show. It's like, it's like Columbus Day, man. It's the right? show taco. Of, it's of a little bit like taco, right? <laughs> tacos and. Um, <laughs> no, what I'm saying though. Oh, you don't tequila. It's like uh, um, what? Do, what is the Irish shit? Saint Patrick's Day. Yeah, yeah. it's like that shit. Oh, okay. Something along those lines. Yeah. Yes. So it means more Americans celebrated more than national yes. culture. Yeah. Of, yeah, but I don't even know. Well, I mean, Irish motherfuckers probably. But really St. Patrick's big. different. They like really celebrate that shit. Yeah, yeah. they it's really big believe. in Boston. Yeah, yeah. Well, they have like parades and shit, but everywhere. they don't get fucking mad if like Mexicans and black people are like wearing green shirts and celebrating fucking St. Patrick's nah, Day. Nah, nah. It's kind of an Americanized. Holiday. Really, yeah, yeah, so yeah, then yeah. you're all good. Cinco de Mayo is the same shit. Cinco, yeah, but that's not that's some fake shit. Go but yeah, I mean, I mean, I think he should have done a tribute record. But to I YG, think also it's pro- probably that re- that album was done because it was set to be released in April. Like around April and shit like that, because Go Local was gonna be the first single, or whatever. But I think horrible the, choice. The, the <laughs> horrible yes. choice. Horrible choice. But I feel that the fucking uh, the Nipsey death pushed that shit back. I mean, a lot of people. Did you didn't think? Feel right. Do you believe that though? But also, sorry, I do believe that. I I believe that because they were cool. They were really really close friends, mm-hmm. and they did come up together. Also, you can't think maybe the label was like, "Yo, you did this shit. We put money behind it. Now you gotta put it out." Like I want to know when they filmed that video though, with him and the sombrero and all that. That was shit. four, three, four days before Nipsey got shot. Mm, that's what I was. It was wondering. the Friday because I was like, because uh, like, yeah, because I was wondering like, how can you say I didn't care about the rollout for this album, but then you shot a video in like a sombrero yeah, after your homie before. died. Like, yeah. yeah, that was before that. Yeah, I couldn't wear a sombrero. I would pay to see if that. never passed. I'm I I'm in why would never? Why would you wear some bird from Never's passing? I know, right? I don't know. Like I had the DJ there. Like, where does some I'm like, come on, man. My boy just <laughs> passed away. I don't wear this. He was not even Mexican. Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> he was more Dominican than Mexican. Right. What happens when the DJ like a DJ help me passes? Do you like what kind of tribute record do we make? Like everyone just scratches on the track or some shit. Or what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Just shot them on the microphone. Rest, rest in peace, DJ Cricket. Yo, knock on wood. Why got to be me that died? As much as he shits on me, let me knock on wood. I don't want him to die anytime soon. Yeah, what do you do? Everybody put their phones up in the air. Put the lights up. Rest in peace, my I man. I mean, the last one that we saw like impactful was, I think, AM? AM, yeah. Yeah, they did the whole one-year anniversary type of thing, and DJ showed up. I mean, I mean, there's been some others, but maybe the ones that we knew. You know I, mean, I mean, impactful, like yeah. like a Nipsey. I mean, that dude from Chicago was Tim Buck. Yeah. They like oh, show yeah, him love yeah, yeah. every that year after yeah, yeah. he passed away. Rock yeah. Raider. Seems only right, yeah. 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 Rock Raider. Rest in peace to everyone, man. Yeah, yeah. man. We'll figure out what kind of tribute record we could do for everyone. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you guys could just play my cocaine drop, you know what cocaine. I mean? Cocaine. Just cocaine drops everywhere. Dude, on the day I, I think on my that birthday, may be, that may I be the thing. Everyone just uses their other people drop Cream, for like low a year. And cocaine. Yeah. What was AM's drop? Oh yeah, he like uh, yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think that's in everybody's Serato. <laughs> I don't think I have that. It shit. comes in Serato. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about Khaled. Oh yeah, Khaled. 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 Not Khaled. the not the guy that you like with the oh, shorts. Not thick and love. <laughs> not thick and love. Yeah. Okay. Khaled. Not the, not the raindrop. Uh yeah, <laughs> Tyler. Outsold Khaled. Yeah, a lot of people are By what like thirty thousand records. Well, wait, no, got the stats. It's, it's projected. No, no, this is the final result. Oh, it's final. My yeah. fault. Never. So this is like yeah. So Tyler sold one hundred and sixty-five thousand first week sales. Uh huh. While Khaled sold one hundred and thirty-five thousand. Okay. So let's discuss this. 
Are you what guys? Do you, what do you got to say? About are this? you guys surprised about Tyler selling that much? Yeah, literally. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. Why not, dude? That following? dude's following is crazy. Yeah, I feel like his following got bigger ever since of his clothing. Right, his clothing just keeps going. Right, golf wang. Yeah. Am I wrong? Well, that's just always been a thing since he started in 2011. So, well, how was his last album? That's on by pull up. But his last album didn't do good. It did good. How many did it? It sold well. I'm telling it's not, you. It sold maybe like 115, 120. Yeah. 150. I, let me double check. I'm that. telling you, like, the, the shit is weird. Because this is his first number one album. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. Yo, I'm, I'm saying, like, the shit is changing now because, like, it's like these, these artists are, like, selling these huge, like, numbers, almost like a J. Cole, right? Because mm-hmm. they have their, like, cult following of shit. Yeah. And the dudes who are actually making club records and have more like mainstream love are not moving as many units. Yeah, because yeah. so Khaled been that. pushing this album. We just forever. seen two instances of this: YG and Khaled. Okay, I mean YG's different, but Khaled he been pushing this album for Dude, a year. But no, you would think with someone with a big hit like Big Bank, right? Yeah, would have would have pushed out, would have more buzz on his album. Yeah, another thing, Khaled has like many like he have a lot of artists on his album. Yeah, so I mean that's me. He should have. I felt like he should have done over two hundred. Not only that, he had videos for like almost every song off that album. Yeah. So here we go. So in, in 2015, Tyler the Creator released an album called Cherry Bomb, and he sold 58,000, 51 being pure album sales. So 8,000 of those came from um, from streaming. But 2015, it wasn't like. Hold on, let me continue. <laughs> Flower boys. No, no, but it wasn't like it wasn't worked out where they knew the numbers like no. they do now. Mm-hmm. So like that could have been way off. Skewed. Like he, so. yeah, he could have sold maybe thirty thousand more. But fifty one thousand pure album sales, hard yeah. copy. Flower Boy two thousand seventeen was Tyler's uh, last album. Before this, one hundred and six thousand. Damn. Mm-hmm. Seventy thousand pure album sales. So this one one hundred and sixty. I'm assuming probably a hundred and five were probably from the from the from the percentage of this 105 were probably pure album sales what i think is i think tyler the creator's movement's been happening since 2011 but also he has a festival he has the clothing line he has these things that kind of i see i'm not surprised why he's like a he's like a skater version of rihanna yeah i mean right kind of where he doesn't have to stay relevant musically to be like yeah yeah. but his music well he doesn't have to do anything for clubs or radio anymore he could just make shit for his his, his, uh, his cult following. So yeah. it's something like Logic. Logic does not have any club. He doesn't have no, but his album, oh, I mean, his music always goes and it just fucking skyrockets. I think, I don't know, Tyler, and he didn't, Tyler the Creator didn't even mention shit. It just dropped. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, that motherfucker I mean, just. Even in Cali, he was on Saturday Night Live. He did like a performance and brought like half those rappers mm-hmm. on stage with him. Yeah. yeah. yeah been, like I said, he's been trying to push that album for like the past couple of months. Put out like eight videos. Yeah. And, and then, one day, and then uh, yeah. and then Tyler the Creator just came out with a blonde wig. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm not surprised. I see it because I when I work, when I will work at Fairfax, like people will will line up for his shit. So and we can agree that it's more important to have a cult following or a strong following yeah. than, than a hit record. Well, how long is? I think I think w- w- what it comes down to is being true to what your message and what your voice and what your style and sound is. Mm-hmm. And even if it's not, like, as soon as you start, like, compromising that shit, like, your core following, you're going to start losing your core following. Yeah. So the, so the question is, 
you know, with someone like J. Cole, right? Someone like even a boss who's I'm, I'm, I feel like he's growing a lot more, like a lot. He like, has a cult following. Yeah, he has a cult. He's building this ill cult following. And then you have people like, um, what do you call it? Like you said, like a Mac Miller, right? Yeah, cold following. Cold following logic, as well. Logic. logic. It seems like that's the way to go. But we yeah. saw this last year where um, Travis Scott and Nicki Minaj, when they both dropped albums on the same day, and people thought that Nicki Minaj was going to outsell Travis, but he beat her. But there was a lot of weird shit going on with Travis, so I can't really give him that. I can't yeah. give him that crown because it was like- Selling it because of the merch? Yeah, they were mixing yeah. merch. He was mixing marketing with Kylie Jenner. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like organic sales. I, I think Tyler does have like- No, he genuinely has people I think he shit, has man. like a cult following, but mm -hmm. I think he did it. He went about it the wrong way. Like mm -hmm. he involved the merch. He did all this other yeah. shit. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know, man. To me, I think he would have been better off dropping it, like, and separating the merch and separating all of this shit. But motherfuckers want to make sure his fault. That's not his fault. That's like the, the he, record label's fault he as is, well. No, he's independent, too. Travis? No. Uh, oh, uh, Tyler. Tyler. No, he's yeah. on Sony. He's on Sony? Yep. Is it distribution only, or is it a full on? It's a distribution, but he's oh. definitely signed to Sony Records. I don't know. I mean, is that, yo, who, who listened to that? Me. It's pretty good. <laughs> I listen to it. It's all right. It's, but I'm not a fan of Tyler. It's a different so sound from what you're used to from Tyler. Here, is I'll there anything we can play in the club or not really? I no. said Earthquake. It's probably... I heard somebody play that recently. And so it's it, not like his normal like dark sounding no, type shit? No, it's not. Is this the one you can play in the clubs? That's an earthquake. That's the one I heard at the pool. And it, it, it actually worked. It People worked? were dancing to that shit. For real? And, and singing. Interesting. Yeah, dickhead. <laughs> 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 shit. All right, man. I'm not. I mean, congrats to Tyler, man. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to play that. Fucking yeah. yeah. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> we, might, we, we might find a remix. I'm play. some. I'm someone's gonna do a redrum to some a shit. A Mumbaton. Yeah. A Mumbaton. Yeah. A reggaeton. Someone please make a a reggaeton for cricket. Don't make you know. don't make those trap remixes. Have you been hearing these trap remixes? I mean, <laughs> some of them are harsh. <laughs> I'm talking about up. the trap. Oh my god! I've been up. hearing like these trap remixes. <laughs> the ones with the big drop. Like fucking. Oh my. They like. You know the ones that like kind of cut off, and it sounds like. Like something just imploded, and then the beat continues. So I mean, it'd be like, it'd be like, it'd be like the build up, like bam, oh my god, we coming up top. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Peanut, zoom into those motherfuckers. What is this? What are these remixes? Y'all motherfuckers don't understand. Like, everybody stops dancing when that shit drops, yo. Do you know what I'm talking about, right? It's just like replacing EDM. You have this, like, but you have this, like, 70, you got this 70, like, BPM bounce, like, we going up, we going up, we going up, we going up, put your hands in the air. I'm like, yo, what is this, yo? It just fucks up the whole vibe, and everyone's like, that. Would, they don't know when to jump. They're like, Brum, and then the like, cut song cuts out. Yeah. And they're like, it's like, it's really like, 
It's the word. You ever heard these remixes? I've heard them. I don't want to put them I'm, on blast and play yeah. them. That's, that's, that's why I'm not saying anything. There's been a few I've seen on a few different uh, record pool sites. What is that? When did that start? And I'll preview it, and it's I'm like, oh, this is dope. While, this is man. dope. This is dope. And Dude. then it'll get to that part I, I can't download. But that's nothing new, man. That's been going on for a minute. It feels it's like, I don't know. It's like, I don't it's like a turnoff, bro. It's like someone. Some people like it, man. I don't know, man. It's like someone pouring Tabasco on my asshole or some shit. It's, <laughs> oh it just stops everything. Some people like that. <laughs> it's like a, some people like that. It's like a computer error hey, crashes. Am I wrong though? Have you you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, though, right? for sure. And then someone. Peter, you were wilding out. What were you What were you wilding out about? I don't know because he wants me to do an edit with all of that little. Yeah, zoom into your face. With what? <laughs> the way you, you didn't see it. <laughs> it's so bad, man. YouTube.com slash road podcast for the video. <laughs> Zoom in bad, right man. now. Uh, y'all need to stop. I don't know who's making it. Is that shit popping? Does that work? It's not working for me. I'm pl- I don't play it, but. And the build up would be good. Like, I'll be like, oh shit, this is, this is sounding pretty good. Yeah. And then as soon as that one hits, I'm like, damn, y'all fucked that up. Man. You know what I've actually been loving lately is like the 75 BPM, like almost like B more sounding trap records with that heavy bounce, kind of like a Sierra level up. Yeah, like Jersey Club. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Love that shit, especially for the pool. Like they hit, like some of the remixes I have for that really hit. Yeah, Most, I mean, yeah. that's my shit right stop now. Stop making that. I don't know. What, what, what do you call those remixes, yo? I don't know. Wouldn't you call it like trap remixes or no? But that's not. Yeah. It's not trap. It's like trap. I don't know. It's like I don't know what the fuck they call it. It's like it's just like it's not. It's not. It doesn't bounce. It doesn't flow. Yeah. I mean, this is trap house. I don't know. Some fucking. I don't know if we think that's trap. Trap twerk. I don't it's know. more like a trap. <laughs> Get out of there. It's trap. It's, it's it's a trap. It's a trap. I don't know. Man. They're trying to trap know. you to play it. It's a trap. It's, not, it's just not working to me, man. I don't know if like motherfuckers just ran out of ideas. They're trying to do <laughs> something new with that shit. We're gonna put you on DJ City Cricket and just have you just delete all files. <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know if DJ City's the only motherfuckers that have that, man. I mean, some of those yes. are fucking. Uh, yo, uh, speaking of shit, I don't like the ASAP Mob and DMX song. Oh my god, that was your whole thing last week. No, I was really <laughs> you were upset. Upset about it. I mean, you posted a whole thing on IG stories. I like, I like, I genuinely like ASAP Rocky and I like ASAP Ferg. I think ASAP Ferg. I mean, I think, I think the Lord for ASAP Ferg for dropping like club hits. Yeah. That we can fucking play. Yeah. That and that and that and that and they like they last like. Yeah. You know, they stand the test of time. You know what I'm saying? I would say, is there one song that we can't play from ASAP Ferg? Nah, Shabba Rank still hits. Shopper ranks. New uh, level. New level. I'm on level. level still hits. Yeah. We uh, know work. Uh, work, work still hits. Plain Jane, Jane, we know will still work in two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you're not playing where my dog's at. It's not. It's called Pups. It's called Pups. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Where my dog's hey, at. Are you playing that? Pups? Woof, woof. Are you playing that? Arf, arf. Nah. Woof, <laughs> woof. I wasn't feeling that shit. No one's playing that. No one's playing that. Who's playing that? I'm not playing it. I mean, what would have even been the motivation behind making that? You think? Yeah, Mets just got out of jail. It's from, it's it's paying, like, I'm paying homage. Paying homage. To Tmx is from Brooklyn, right? Yonkers, uh, Yonkers, Yonkers, Bronx, yeah. upstate, uptown. Yonkers is basically past the Bronx. Yes, yes. Yeah. that's about as close. Okay, it's like yeah. and past I, the Bronx. I thought it was like some Harlem shit. I was like, it's, it, it's actually in between, Harlem. like right before Mount Vernon, right? Or yeah, Mount Vernon. exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like between Mount Vernon and the Bronx. So, so like, if you look at it as like a timeline, it'd be like Manhattan, and then Manhattan. Like as you go towards uptown Manhattan, it's Harlem. Harlem, and then you cross a bridge, Bronx. and it's the Bronx, and then it's Yonkers, and then Mount Vernon. Yeah, yeah. got it. Um, but I anyway, it was, I didn't I was, that I, shit. Yeah, I thought it was a tribute, like 
and maybe they were some from the same borough, but never mind. I think shit, that shit didn't snap. I don't think New York is even fucking with it, but yeah, y'all New York motherfuckers, let me know. I would love to hear someone that's saying that they planned it and it's actually working. I actually thought they should have done like uh, what they really want with Cisco. They should have redone that shit. I think everybody mm. did that yeah. shit. Really? A lot of people have tried to remix Re- that song over the years. Yeah, For real. Yeah, who? Like who? I think uh, Drake and on uh, Views, he has some of DMX shit. Oh, he it. sampled it. He yeah, did. Oh. he did. He could have done that, or even like, how's it going down? There's so many DMX songs that they could have. How's it going me. down? Is yeah. They Drake did really, that one too. They could have done. How's it going down? <laughs> I think Drake did that one too in the same album. <laughs> did he? He, yeah. he just said the lyric at the, like on the hook. I think. On the hook. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. I, maybe they were stuck with where my dog's at. <laughs> by, the, by the way, speaking about New York, shout out to everybody who's been supporting the, the New York Takeover episodes that we've been putting out. And yeah. uh, by the way, Spotify was acting up and we apologize, but it was on their end and not our end. But nah, now Jamie, Jamie fucked that up. Now it's real. up. I had long emails with the motherfuckers, but they got it. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, those New York episodes, man. Everyone's saying that my voice changed or some shit. Yeah. Really? Wild pussy or some shit. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it got soft? Yeah, it got soft. Yes, guys. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you. No, no. It got they were saying I got I sounded different on the uh the Sway interview. Oh. Also up on our, our on our, our platform. Yes, when we was I'll, on Sway. I listened to it like three times. I didn't think you sounded any different. I just think I think they thought I sounded like I, I mean I felt like I was at a corporate interview. We did get put on the spot. Sounded professional, more yeah. professional. Yeah, we did I get sounded put on like the spot. I was on like. Yeah. Well, first of all, I didn't know we we could curse. I thought it was like radio, radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then for some reason I was just like, yo, let me just get in my corporate. Yeah, corporate my corporate guy. meeting. I could see that. You know, so maybe shit. the lack of cursing is what was throwing people off. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, and then this one, and then Jamie sounded like a, a cool, like, yo, like, hey, what's up, man? I'm a cool motherfucker. <laughs> hey, yo, yeah. you gonna be all right? Like that shit, right, like yeah. tell the motherfuckers. <laughs> he was all right. He got a job. <laughs> truck, the truck driver. By the way, hold on. Best pause moment of my life happened in that interview. Darren, love. Oh my God, you can't stop talking about this shit. Yeah. Where he pause. said pause in the sway interview. Dude, that, <laughs> that, that pause moment was greater. Go check it out. When, when Darren said... He would go into the bathroom and turn sweet. I, w- I would go in the bathroom and I'd just turn you on. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> greatest possible moment in the and world. And then Sway was like, years later, you're still turning me on. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Let my pause moment live. <laughs> Top three. Yo, New York, what are you doing with, to me when I go back to New York and y'all saying I sound like a pussy and you say that Jamie has this great pause moment? Yeah, greatest moment. Thank you, guys. Complete New York, I love you. <laughs> I see all of you. That's, hey, that's that was a sign, man. Jamie, you should move to New York. Hell no, I'm yeah, good. Please, please. <laughs> uh, they want good. you over there, man. <laughs> they want me in New York. The Mexicans <laughs> over there. They're going to go loco. <laughs> oh, what do you call it? Let's, y'all want to speak about this? The I don't know anything about this, but I feel like y'all could talk about this, which is the uh, Raptors and the fucking oh, Frank. Yeah. No, well, you know about it because you said go Raptors in the group chat. You were really about it. So we're going to go ahead and give you, you know the OVO what? crown. Crown cookie. I mean, OVO I'm only cookie. saying I am pro Raptors and I'm gonna be a bandwagon <laughs> motherfucker because y'all bandwagon Game of Thrones ass motherfuckers. Here's the difference. Uh, here's started the difference. watching the show. It's a here's big difference, man. Difference. Talking about here's difference. Daenerys and the and the mother of dragons. Here's the difference. You. When y'all never fucking <laughs> the dedicated Tyrion. Yeah, yeah. See y'all every year. Here's the difference. See, y'all bandwagon ass Game of Thrones motherfuckers. I'm gonna, oh my god, I'm here's gonna a, go ham on social here's media. Here's the difference. You actually hurt. We don't give a fuck. Yeah. I did Brad become the king though. For real. <laughs> you kind of called that. Yo, y'all how need you, to stop you that shit. Tyrion. I think pe- a lot of people are tight. 
about how passionate all of a sudden Drake is, right? <laughs> no, I kind of do. The first time Drake has always been passionate about the, the first. Wrestling. I thought, yeah, the first time in the NBA Finals or even past that, was it like the Eastern Conference? Yeah, yeah I get it. I this see is the first it. time. But come on, the man, man was dressing like Birdie, like Tupac and I'm above the rim <laughs> with the same sweater <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the bandana. That was I'm funny. Like, come on, man. That was dope. Was that was dope. Was it like the that hundred, dope, the hundred uh, forty acres? And did you guys uh, see the? Oh, man, I forgot what sweater it was, man. Yeah, did you guys see the back like, of the of the hoodie? It said Kawhi Mia uh, River. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> People just tight because they actually went in and Drake has a reason to be celebrating. Because he's always been there, but they wasn't as good. Yeah. But no, you, they you think he could be wild enough in... Um, oh, for oh, sure. Yeah, the, first, the first two games are in Toronto. Yes. He's no, sitting oh, in the same really? spot because they had a better record regular season. I didn't season. know that. Wow, yeah. man. So whoever oh, has shit, a better man. regular season record gets yeah. the home court. Gets whole and, court the games. and they get game seven, too. Yeah. When does it start? Thursday. 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 Oh, Ooh. shit. You ready to get your Raptor jersey? I'll get a Raptors jersey. I mean, get Drake's them, been wilding. They've been the doing little outside one. rallies, yeah. like all kind of shit. I can't wait to piss everyone off on social media. <laughs> yes. I'm going to be like pro-Raptors. Yes. Well, who's not, who's they going to win? I want the Raptors. People story. are saying that the Raptors going to beat Kawhi Leonard is a motherfucking monster. You seen the size of that motherfucker's hands? I got a question. I got a question. I want to go into this, but pause. I, want, I got a question. Go ahead. Drake touching the coach, like t- giving him a massage. Mm-hmm. That's and not. It that's was not a awesome massage. It was like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, but that's a little crossing the boundaries, yeah, right? Man, a little why, bit. Why he sit? That is. Elsewhere, that's man. a little too much. It's right? just like Giannis Antetokounmpo's manager even had. He came out and said some stuff like he thought Drake was crossing the line with talking to the players while they playing. Like, dude, be, come on, quit being a pussy. Nah, nah that, that's, that's, that's <laughs> to me. That's shit. like to me. Like if you get if you can afford those seats, that that comes with the territory. I mean, yeah, Spike yeah, Lee yeah, yeah, doing that shit. He would do that with Reggie Miller all day long. Yeah. So to me, that's not a thing. But when you physically touching somebody, if anything, he would actually. He was like a major distraction for the game. Remember? Didn't he? he cause them to lose? No. Spike Lee? Yeah. Yeah. He caused the Knicks to yeah. lose. Yeah, because Reggie Miller got pissed off at him and, and he started and hitting shot, all kinds of shots. And he, <laughs> and he actually needed security to leave, right? I don't know about that. But I believe yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I believe they were he, mad. They were like, yo, Spike the New York was definitely yeah. mad at Spike for that yeah. shit, man. And then Reggie Miller started like dumping threes and looking yeah. at Spike. Like, yeah, and he started doing this, doing yeah. the choke, yeah, yeah. the choke symbol. Yeah, man. <laughs> they did a whole documentary on that. That was, that was good. Yeah. That was a thirty for thirty. <laughs> yeah, right? thirty for thirty. Yo, yo, the Knicks could have went to the championship that year, but yeah. because of that incident, that fucked everything. I mean, up. I wouldn't blame Spike. Would you? No, blame no, no. Spike they was up three, three to two. But when that shit happened, they lost that game. Then they lost the next game, and I still that. wouldn't blame Spike. I blame he, Spike. He played a role, but. They, they, well, they didn't even the have to deal with Chicago that year because um, Jordan Drake was playing baseball. Yeah, but yo, what's the curse with Drake though? Whenever he he was wearing like the other team's jersey or the other team's shorts, yeah. yes, during the semifinals, right, or the, uh, the playoffs. Well, what team was that? The second team that Raptors played in the playoffs. Um, it was, but there's a curse, right? When he, he wears, yeah, there was this yeah. thing I was saying like if he wears your jersey or your shorts, like you, you're gonna lose. Yeah, um, so yeah. he with like Kentucky. He has, they weren't having one since 2012. Uh, yeah, like it was. Wow. <laughs> what's his name? That's why Con- he don't he don't wear the Raptors jerseys yeah. at all, right? Conor nah. McGregor, fucking, uh, he, he lost. got knocked out. <laughs> yeah, he got knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a lot. Bro. Yeah, but that's why if Drake starts wearing Steph Curry jerseys, that's that. Yo, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Oh wait, wait, wait. did you guys see the yeah. owner of the Bucks? Daughter, which she was yeah, wearing yeah, a yeah, yeah. push t-shirt. t-shirt. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it's oh all, wow, it's, it's all fun and games. I think bro. this is good, man, because no one like he's just bringing more 
people into like the game and just making it you know every, everyone's gonna watch it and shit but he's he's always had an association with the Raptors they have like an yeah. OVO night and they give out his jerseys and yeah. shit like that 2017 so. the NBA All-Star game was in Toronto and they made him like the ambassador of the mm-hmm. of the city for that 16. weekend 16 yeah. last Kobe one yeah, yeah. that's gonna be fun man I think yeah. this, is gonna, this is gonna be a fun yeah. uh, no it is final. I don't think he's gonna talk all that shit in Golden State man they're he's not, gonna they're not going for it man he's doing that bro it's Drake they're not gonna do shit to Drake. All right. But you, wait, wait. One y'all was saying that he got a tattoo of KD. Oh no, uh, and Steph Curry. Peter said that he has his yeah, tattoo. He has of, KD and Steph Curry tattooed on his arm. Does Man, he? That's the ultimate curse. That's a little wild. <laughs> <laughs> but he's kind of wild. He's been had that, right? Yeah. Why? That's his homies, bro. Man, man. I'll get, I'll get your, your face tatted. Yo, hey, yo. <laughs> Don't get my. Yeah. yeah, why would you get another dude like? I love Kobe, but I would never get a Kobe tattoo. I would get a Kobe tattoo. You crazy? That's just dope. <laughs> Him like that one stretch of you. Arriba, arriba. Okay, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe with a sombrero is crazy. Uh, what do you call it? What are we talking about here? Oh, so you wait? Golden State's gonna fucking whoop their ass. No, KD's yeah. out. Yeah, KD may not KD play the whole is, series. He's not playing. Even without KD, man, I don't see it. Are you dude. serious, man? Kawhi is dope. But they're, Dude. they're a whole machine over there. Dude. I don't know, man. Hey, by the way, you represented Jeremy Lin's and the Raptors. There That's what I'm go. saying. That's why, they won. That's yeah. why they won. That's why they won. He's a bitch. <laughs> but he's on the bench, right? He's not starting. No, he's playing. Yeah. Is he starting? Yo. He's Jeremy, a starter? Son, it all makes sense. <laughs> it make it sense, all man. makes sense now. Jeremy Lin? Jeremy Lin. <laughs> Jeremy fucking Lin. He's a winner. He's a winner, bro. Yeah. He brought Wait, back isn't the this mix. his first year? Yeah, he on was, the Raptors, he was with New Jersey. And he was with the New Jersey Nets. They didn't know how to treat him. Brooklyn, Nets. he was like Brooklyn a journeyman. He was with the Brooklyn Nets, he was like floating from team to team. Yeah, yeah after he left the Knicks, Brooklyn didn't but know after how to, the like got yo, rid of him. Brooklyn didn't know how to treat Jeremy so Lin. Him. So Jeremy Lin, <laughs> so because Jeremy Lin, the Raptors will be in the NBA. What else is the explanation? <laughs> <laughs> it is not Kawhi Leonard or fucking or Green. He took the winning culture to Toronto. Yo, I'm telling you, he is always the missing link, the chemistry, the Tabasco sauce, the kim, the extra kimchi, the little, I mean, a I little dash of something. And I'm gonna lie, when Jeremy Lin was in the Braves, they were doing pretty well. I mean, in the Atlanta Fog, uh, Hawks, we yeah, were Atlanta doing Hawks. pretty well. I'm just oh, saying, man. Yo, I ain't mad at Jeremy, Jeremy Lin. Lin man. So y'all thinking, <laughs> y'all thinking Toronto gonna win the <laughs> championship? Zoom in into Kirkwood's face right now, Jeremy Put Lin. On. Keep doing what you're doing. You're leading your team to victory. I believe in you. Keep doing your shit. You know what I'm saying? Best of luck you in the put, championship. You want right, to put money man. on that? Huh? You want to put money on it? Woo! Listen, Here we go, baby. Listen, I don't want to make this about race and shit. You're getting all mad. <laughs> nah, I'm just saying you want to put money Two in it. You're getting all mad. You're getting all mad that Asian motherfuckers I ain't getting mad. Bringing, I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? So wait, you're going with Golden State? Because Asian motherfuckers dominating the <laughs> basketball sport. You know what I'm saying? Bring the team to victory. Jeremy Lin's our cover for this week. Yo, Jeremy Lin. Keep doing your thing, man. I got your back. Hey, I like Jeremy Lin. Man. Jeremy Lin start. He had like braids at a point. Yeah, he had like the, he had some dreads for a minute too. Didn't yeah, he had the dreads. Yo, now it all makes sense. Jeremy Lin was a missing piece <laughs> for Toronto. Makes sense now. <laughs> it's not Kawhi Leonard. I know they're giving that motherfucker too much credit. Yeah, man. Man. Too much yeah. credit. A lot of hustle and bustle. In the end, it's all Jeremy. It's, it's all, all Jeremy, Jeremy Lin. Lin. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, Jeremy. Jer- representing all the Asians. All the well. Asians. Yeah. Is yeah. he Korean? Nice no, Chinese. No. If he, was, if he was Korean, be a rap, yo. <laughs> I might have Jeremy Lin tattooed. <laughs> <laughs> like Ironically, my. he used to play for the Warriors. Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, he he did. the Warriors drafted him. <laughs> Cricket yeah. said he did. Like, Cricket knew what the fuck was going on. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Cricket didn't even know. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Cricket didn't even know what's a triple-double. <laughs> 
I'll just be that motherfucker that when the Jerry, Jerry I want to get a Jeremy Lin Raptors jersey. You now. should. Oh, you should. I should. That's the one. Yeah, we should. It's a lot of them. You should. It's a lot. Of There's them. a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> they sell out. <laughs> you can probably get that shit discounted if you really want to. <laughs> Yo, don't listen to these motherfuckers, Jeremy. You can walk in the Target. You're like, oh, they got a whole rack of Jeremy Lin. <laughs> <laughs> walking into a target. Hey, yo, J- hey, JL, don't listen to them, man. JL, just keep doing your thing, JL. CBS got them shit. Walgreens got them JL, don't listen to them, man. Just keep, just keep getting Just them, keep balling. You got this, man. You're just mad that you that you were Asian, American, dominating the sport like this, man. It's our time. It's our time. <laughs> it's our time. You have Jeremy Lin. The Raptors win. Boy, Tiger Woods, too. Tiger Woods. Got yeah. this, yo, it's Asian. Yo, 2019 is an Asian comeback. No bullshit. Game. I've never seen more media coverage at a game than when Jeremy Lin was popping with the Knicks. Oh, oh my God. That was crazy, yeah, man. Bro. I remember that year. Yeah. That was a good year. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the Knicks' last good year. Huh? That was a good year. Yeah. Yeah, I was proud to walk down the street, man. Motherfuckers was shaking my hand. Media was strangers is coming up to me. (laughs) Just patting me like I knew Jeremy Lin. (laughs) Yes. We're doing great out here. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfuckers paying for my fucking transfer. Just like, yo, go ahead, go ahead. Thank you. (laughs) Yo, that shit is crazy. Uh, Uh, Yo, get him, jail. Jail, get him. That shit. Jail. (laughs) Keep it going, jail. Um Shit, there's a lot of shit to talk about. Hey, we actually we're closing it up. Pause. People um, shit. They're gonna be like, why isn't this shit three hours? I mean, do you want you want to talk about this IMS report that I got? I, I a lot of motherfuckers, important. y'all don't know about this. Uh, the IMS report, which is International Music Summer Report. I didn't really know much about this, but it's it's a report that literally breaks down the whole year for like a tr- electronic dance music and it breaks down the sales it breaks down the social media like it literally breaks down even the the club attendance and the, mm-hmm. and all of that shit um i don't know how accurate it is but it, it seems pretty fucking accurate but it was stating certain things that in in a for for example in 2016 the attendance at day pools were at an all-time high nightclubs mm-hmm. were at an all-time high yeah and in 2017 and 18 it dropped literally from mm-hmm. the at its peak it was at like 14% it dropped down to like 7% and day pools went from like 11% to 4% so in 2018 there's been an immediate drop yeah i think it, it, that's attributed to fucking trump yeah how wait how I just think people stop spending. They stop going out. How does that relate to Trump? Because when Trump goes into office, people think that the economy and the government and the, just the country is unstable. Mm-hmm. And not only that, I know a lot of international motherfuckers had problems coming to the States to spend money. That would make a lot mm-hmm. of sense, especially like... Yeah. I think it's... I mean, I see what you're saying. I think... I, I know what you're saying where you think there's a shift in the music. There's a shift in the music. There's a shift with social media. A lot of people want free shit because they think, they think they're somebody and they don't want to spend shit. And I think kids are not looking... They're like... When was the last time like a kid really had a job to spend money like that? Nah, kids are broken to Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, I, mean, I see what you're saying, though. It makes sense with Trump. I mean, I mean also, I feel like there's a lot, a lot of pool day pools going on now than it was maybe... Yeah, back, but back then. But if there's a lot of more day pools, if if the demand isn't there, mm-hmm. then you know the supply would be infinite. It would still be busy everywhere. 
But I'm I feel like, gonna, but this is what I'm trying to get at is that mm-hmm. they they said that 2017 to 18 there was a, a media drop, like mm-hmm. probably 60 to 70 percent drop. That's in correlation with when Trump came in office. Exactly, and now we're seeing a rise back up because <laughs> it's about to be an election year. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you but feel it, like in two years it's going to drop back down again for well, EDM music? The, I keep telling you guys that I think this is going to be a, like I think this year, next year is going to be tough years. I think next year is going to be a more right. tough year. So if you're a DJ or whatever, save your money. Twenty twenty summer. I think twenty twenty and twenty twenty one might be a tough, tough year. Mm-hmm. Next two years are going to be tough. Definitely next year. It's already. I, I keep saying this, but just save your money, bro. Like right. every all, all you motherfuckers, just save your fucking money. Yeah. Um. But I think it's gonna be tough. And as busy as it was this Memorial Day weekend, that was just seemed, one weekend, man. Yeah, but it's one weekend. But it's Memorial weekend kind of sets the tone for the rest of the summer. Don't lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because last year it, was kind of bummed. It was it was whack last year, and it was whack the year before. And we were like, yo, it'll pick up for Fourth of July. And like, no, it didn't. No. And it ended up just being kind of like, eh, the whole summer. But I feel like it's different now because day pools in the past, I don't know how many years, have always been equated to EDM. So and now, argue the last 10 years. And yeah, and like it goes back to what we were saying earlier in this podcast, in this episode. The day pools are opening up to hip hop, and now we're seeing a market open up for like big, for, for black money and for like hip hop money. Yeah. And for minorities to spend money on that shit. <clears throat> yeah. Is there a Latin day pool? There isn't, but there is a pool that is uh, doing a lot of Latin acts, and I did go to attend one, um, Cinco de Mayo weekend, yeah. and it was cracking. Yeah, so I'm saying there is markets out there that need to open up mm-hmm. for different uh, cultures and different like ethnicities and everything like that. So you, you said know, it's just a whole I think they need to open resources that just for, hasn't been tapped into Look, yet. Vegas needs to evolve. And they need to open up and open up to black money, Latin money. They've been opening up for Asian money European and money. white money and European, European money. money. Yeah. Now it's time to open up for black money and like minorities and all of this stuff and the Latin community. Like there is a market there. If they continue to go what they're doing right now, I think it'll continue to grow and it'll, it'll get bigger and bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, But I think it's important that they accommodate for that. Mm-hmm. So w- with this report that we're seeing is that streaming and music listening has actually gone up everyone's right. listening to more music and yeah. and everything's uh like sales are kind of up for music as we've been noticing right uh-huh. um i think 2000 but this is reporting from 2018 it's not reporting 2019 mm-hmm. this I, is the end of 2000 18 or it's, this it's is basically the whole year of 2018 okay. so it's breaking down this report this IMS report and it, like if you guys don't know what this is I didn't know what this is either but uh, some motherfucker sent the shit to me and I actually it's like a fucking 25 page report and it breaks down like everything yeah it's like literally breaking down all the elements it even broke down the um, the drop of uh, EDM DJ rates that went down. 12. So this is like basically on based on EDM music or dance music. It's focused on dance music, yeah. but it is reporting <laughs> like about the nightclubs attendance mm-hmm. and the DJ rates going down. It even yeah. stated that um, like women DJs, the social media uh, for certain women DJs are yeah. growing faster at a more rapid pace than the top five EDM DJs. Yeah. So, for example, it reports here. I don't even know these these uh these women. Yeah, I looked them up. I have no idea who they are. There's a Nina Kravis, 
uh, Amelie Lenz or Amelia Amelia Lenz Amelie. Sorry, we're, we're butchering Emily, your name. Emily, Emily, Emily Lenz, and a Charlotte DeWitt. Uh-huh. Those three girls have been averaging like a fifty percent growth on social media all across the board, from Instagram, uh, YouTube to Spotify. Yeah, damn. And then Marshmallow, David Guetta, Calvin Harris, Skrillex have been averaging twenty four to thirty percent. Yeah. So these girls are smashing these dudes. Yeah. And this this EM, uh, IMS report is also stating that. Big companies, corporations, big brands are looking, specifically looking, for female EDM DJs. Damn. They are looking for that market. Yeah. And then we have, there's a big event going on at, on the record, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or actually not even on the record. It's the whole fucking Park hotel, MGM. the Park MGM. They're yes. having this takeover. It's at on the record, best friend. It's like 10 like uh, women DJs, right? Lounge. Juniper yeah. Lounge. Juniper Lounge. Yeah. It's like 10 one. DJs like just spinning. It's all girls. It's like a female takeover. Yeah, it's yeah. a yeah. female takeover, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, uh, and that's happening next Wednesday? Yes. yes. Next Wednesday. And then I know there's been a bunch of like all-girl DJ parties in LA popping out, right? It's like the new thing mm. that's been like kind of going crazy. So, And then we've been seeing women taking over the, the rap market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think this is like, this is a big revolution that's going on here. Yeah. yeah. So it's 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 actually kind of interesting to see how this turns out in the next year or two. Yeah. Cuz I think uh with with Vegas like doing a, a a female takeover, a women's takeover like this, a women DJ takeover like this, right? It's going to open the doors for all of these other venues to do the same thing, right? Yeah. And then we're going to start to see it evolve later in the year and then people are going to actually plan for it next year. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to explode, I think, next year. If not explode by the end of the summer. Yeah. You know I'm what ex- I mean? As far as the music standpoint and for DJs, I'm excited because, I mean, we all search for those records that <clears throat> women love to dance to. Mm-hmm. And the fact that there's mm-hmm. artists that we can kind of like go to that are producing these records, it's not like a search. Like we can, throughout our night, we can hit six to eight dope records by women that are yes. popping versus maybe two years ago, all we had was Bodak Yellow. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I'm I'm excited from that aspect. I think like it's an interesting market. I, I think it's an interesting market because it, uh, it it's obviously going to get bigger and bigger. Yeah. And at some point, it's just kind of like mashup DJs. Remember when everyone wanted mashup DJs? Yeah. That market so, oversaturated. <laughs> oh, everyone yeah. was a mashup DJ. Mm-hmm. So then EDM came out. Everyone wanted to be an EDM DJ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this revolution that we're seeing with uh, women DJs, I'm not saying everyone's going to become a women DJ because, you know, you're not, you can't do that. But is the market going to open up where you're going to get more women coming in that don't even care about DJing, but they're just like, I'm going to get paid. 100%. And yeah. I'm going to take yeah, over the marketing. Yeah. 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 So in that case, I know how a lot of, uh, I feel like in the next two years, I think venues are going to start closing. I think it's going to get a little more rough. But this explosion of women DJs, this market's going to grow. So I'm wondering how many disgruntled dudes are going to start fucking hating on this shit. Yeah. A lot. Tons. I mean, they might already be. Yeah, they're already probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She can't DJ better than I can. I'm sure there's motherfuckers hating already. Yeah. Really? But they don't yeah. understand. Yeah. They don't understand they just don't what's say going it. on. Yeah. They, they just look at it and just, what am, what am I not doing is what they're really trying to say mm-hmm. to themselves. But not knowing these numbers and not knowing the things that are going into this into this like ploy, you know what I mean? 
for these companies to want these women and understanding the numbers and the statistics they don't know They're i mean just, like, i'm not even going like, that far but the avengers movie came out and a lot of people were dissing and, and making jokes when the whole woman uh superheroes got together to go kick some ass that was kind of corny that was a little forced <laughs> okay yeah it's a little forced <laughs> but i mean i can see why i mean People can probably hate on that the same as they hurt, they they will hate on the the women DJ empowerment. I mean, p- people are gonna hate. Yeah, I think it's interesting because as as this market grows and as this, you know, and I know that a lot of I mean I guess not all of them, but a lot of women DJs hate the category of being a woman DJ, quote unquote. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I'm wondering how many of them are gonna have to suck it up and and tap into this market and pretend like they like each other because some of these motherfuckers don't like each other, right? Right. Some of these women, DJs, but, they, but they need to stick together. They need to stick to, together to work, right? Yeah. That's what. That's my so whole they can thing. Both get that money. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, well, you all, know all you ladies out there, all you it's ladies right. out there, there's a market that's growing, and it's like, yo, there's literally reports coming out that there's money for y'all to make. So y'all really need to understand what's growing, and it's bigger than. Any kind of petty yeah. bullshit that y'all going through, y'all really gotta tap into this market and do it right, and not be on some petty shit. Mm-hmm. And y'all gotta really unify and pick a leader. Yeah. And if you guys want to pick a leader, I'm willing to lead y'all. You know what I'm Damn, you saw, you see what Jeremy Lin did, did to the Raptors. So let me. I, I think that you gonna say Jamie's gonna lead them. <laughs> no, no, let's do that. I'll lead them straight to the ground. Let me hope it like, oh, well, I don't. I don't understand why. They take offense to it in the first place. Like what, for instance, women DJs. Yeah, like oh, if they, yeah, if a woman DJs want it. Do you, want do it. you get it? Do you get a offended by black DJ? Not at all. I was Ooh, gonna say like so. Last year I got a call. Um, there's a, I guess an organization. They do these um, these huge trips, and one of them is a, a black ski resort. They fully like take over a hotel. Yeah. Wait, they, wait. You just what is that? So the what, a black ski resort, they they um, it's a black organization that takes over ski resorts. It's like, yeah. yeah. So they do like a whole weekend like buyout, and then they bring in like their own everything, and they I, mm-hmm. they hit me up to DJ their event, mm-hmm. and they're like, hey, like we do, do this, ski? this, and this, not at all. He's a he's DJ, <laughs> motherfucker. Shut up. They're like, hey, like we want a black DJ, uh-huh. and I I didn't take offense to them saying they wanted a black DJ. I got it. I'm like, okay, you have a black well, event. You but want they a black were black people. They yes. were black guys. They yeah. were black people. Yeah. What if it was a white guy saying I want a black DJ? Ooh. I would be okay with that too. If it was a if it would was Would you a, be okay with that? That would never happen. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even have to think about that. Like, I would, of course, it's like a, it's never like, if like a white or whoever was like, yo, like oh, I'm getting married, we love hip hop, I want a black DJ. Or I want an all hip hop DJ. I don't think they would ever you, you come might out be and right. say some shit like never that. Never might be right. It would never happen. They would say like I did. want a hip hop DJ. Yeah. They wouldn't be like, oh, I want a black DJ. Sorry. Yeah. It don't, would, it don't sound right, man. It's I just, would say that in yeah. a meeting. I think you guys should put a black DJ in there. It doesn't yeah. even matter what he is. <laughs> it don't sound right, man. <laughs> yeah. In a way, I can see why certain women, it's like you're, you're, you're boxing them in. But I don't see nothing wrong with it. It's like if you're going to like, if, you, I think, if, you're, if that's what you well, want specifically I mean, it's, it's and that's like what you, you are, the, It's like you it's got okay. the NBA and you got the WNBA. Yeah, the Women's right. National Basketball Association. So what's the big deal? Well, my yeah. thing is like, it all changes when when there's a growing market. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, obviously, we look at women DJs as DJs. Of course, you're DJs. Yes. But there's still a category, and that category is a growing market. So, like, for you to say, "Don't call me a woman DJ," but 
yeah, I'm going to like but capitalize I'm off of being a woman DJ. I don't know. You, you guys explain it to me. And I'm willing to have a meeting with y'all when y'all want to vote me in as your leader. And I will lead you all <laughs> those, to success. Are those, uh, it's, ladies, it's time to unify. Oh. <laughs> it's, just, it's time to unify. And this is the face Peter, for the women DJ uh, <laughs> movement. This, so I'm ready this, for y'all. This is going to lead you to success. Would you, yes. would you want a one-on-one meeting with them? Or would you prefer you gonna, you wanna, do you, together? Or do you want to crash one of the uh, <laughs> parties that Bella Fiasco told us about? That they'd be having those dinners. <laughs> the dinner. What are you talking about? They, oh, yeah. Sh- remember the the group chat that she was telling us about? It's a group chat, or is it dinner? There's the group chat and a dinner. <laughs> First of all, I'm not paying for no dinners. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> you cheap motherfucker. No, I'm just playing. Are you trying no, to be honestly, a leader? And not paying? No, no, honestly though, it's important that y'all unify and y'all look at the big picture. And I know there's like there's there's like uh you know just unifying shit because like don't don't there's a growing market there, and if y'all do this shit right and if y'all organize yourselves. Like you, you guys could really do some. Y'all could take over some shit. Yeah, like yeah. we seen the DJ City link up. It was like the ladies' night stuff, and yeah. that was a big fucking turnout. There was a yeah. lot of you know women DJ out there, and I just yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't they know. Like, I feel like they could even do like a Lollapalooza, but DJ shit. Yeah, all women. Maybe there's a market for that, right? Yeah, I got. I, I had a talk with a uh, phenom from DJ City. Uh, I think it was Thursday. He was in town. Thursday or Friday. It might have been Friday, but anyway, Friday. we talked and he was Shout talking about he was talking about the event, like what Dazzler put it on and everything. And he was he himself was amazed at the turnouts and like the success of those events. So you're talking about the DJ City like ladies link up. Yeah. 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 He was amazed. Do you guys recall the first time we ever went to DJ City and I think Dazzler was walking in to pitch those 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 events? Yeah, she yeah, was. There. That was like la- that was like twenty seventeen, twenty seventeen December. That's crazy. And look to see the success that she's been having now. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. That was so the day we recorded her. out of the office, right? Yeah, yeah. That was mm-hmm. that was one of the first episodes. The interesting thing is this: if they market it right and they unify and they really work on PR and marketing, if they can put together events and multiple events, and they can put together an actual PR team mm-hmm. that can get some major. Fucking endorsements, yeah. major fucking sponsors I mean, for an all woman DJ event. Yeah, like they could get some big like L'Oreal, like a no, retreat. No. What's that concert with the um the female performance? Lollapalooza. L- 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 no, 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 no. Lily, Lily Fair. That's what it is. Lily Fair. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, they could literally create a Lily Fair like an all like all females. Yeah, or all women. All women performance. DJs, DJs, and yeah, they could cap. And imagine the sponsors they have like L'Oreal. They've had uh, Maybelline, all, all these motherfuckers going into that shit. Yeah, yeah. it'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. Yo, unify, yo. It would attract. I think they could. Pack, it would be endless, like limitless, like from like artists. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, yo, look at the big picture. Look at the big picture. Yeah, don't let then don't let these other like big like women DJs. Don't let them like capitalize off of everything from y'all. Right. Like y'all just gotta like the little girl, like the little girls, the little DJs. Y'all need to like unify and like really tap into marketing. Just organize yourselves and get like marketing and all of that shit. Because as much as we say working DJs, there is a, a class of working women DJs that we know of exactly that are out here and, and you know that have influence, yeah. major influence. They got. And if you're them. looking for a leader, <laughs> I would say Jamie. Yeah, Jamie why me? Them. Uh, Jamie why? gonna try to like flirt with all of no, them. No, I'm man. not. I probably just be shit, like, man. yo, fuck this event. Let's go eat some tacos. We'll be all right. You know, but yeah. you'd be like hitting them up. 
in the hotel rooms. <laughs> yo, it's Taco Tuesday. Hey, yo, you all right? Is, it, is the bed sheets too rough? You, you, my my bed sheets. I'm not a fucking creep. <laughs> Fuck out of here. My bed sheets are too rough. The ladies love me, man. I'm not. I'm not a creep. My nope. pillow is lumpy. You, no pressure you from my side. You got enough soap? You got enough no soap? No pressure from I my side. I got too much soap. Let me know if you need more soap. <laughs> Listen, that's all you need false clean, allegations. You need a clean towel? I got you. Clean towel? <laughs> you call room service. <laughs> Never got damn. How creepy do you think I am? That's crazy, though. I really like that PowerPoint. Well... Thing you sent the before, yeah. I mean, I could break down some other shit in it, but uh, it's I thought pretty the, crazy. Uh, I, 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 honestly, man, I, li- I could literally dev- devote a whole episode to this report. Yeah, and you can get that on a Saturday night. I wish I could post this somewhere. I love the part about the gaming, like the video gaming, and they're yeah. talking about oh, the yeah. licensing. So the, yeah, they were mentioning that the the predominantly growing industry that's growing at a rapid pace. And it's there's no decline in it. Mm-hmm. Is the video game industry? Yeah, yeah, I see that. Movies, music, you know, it's like it's kind of like a rough area. But video games is consistently going up, up, up. Yeah. So there's got to be a way to tap into that market, and that was interesting the way they were breaking that shit down. Yeah. Because even we were saying in our group chat how it's funny how like you'll see like a producer like maybe do like one track on a game like a, maybe like a Fortnite. Mm-hmm. But why don't they do like a whole soundtrack and tailor it to that game and well, I, kill well, it with the licensing? Well, it's not on here, but I've seen some places where um, music, well, video games is out selling music right now. Yeah, of like course. They're buying video games, they're buying music. Yeah. By a lot. Exactly. Yeah. They're, sell- they're outselling it by um, a lot. Hold yeah. on. Let me, let me get the well, numbers. I'm not going to go that far, but I remember in NBA 2K 14, 13, Jay-Z did the full, he, like, he executed, like, executive produced the whole game and it was all hip hop and shit like that and you gain like tracks from I'm sure they got some money off of that shit for sure so yeah just keep talking cause I'm let me, let okay. me find this shit also I saw somewhere today that uh, that an addiction uh, although I mean it's, a, it's growing a rapid pace but an, an addiction to gaming is considered a mental health <laughs> issue now so be careful how much video games you play <laughs> think? I mean it's across the board I yeah mean, like here it is here we go. Video game industry is worth seven times more than music. Mm-hmm. Fucking seven times <laughs> more. It represents a huge opportunity for electronic DJs and artists. Uh, GTA After Hours, Dixon and other feature resident DJs at nightclub and online GTA extension. Fortnite with Marshmallow. Yeah, that was a big thing. Dead Mouse with Secret Lab. Yeah, that was a seat. Yo, my, my question is, how much shit? So, I mean, if, if you make a song, I mean, how would a DJ get paid from that, though? It'd have to be. It's, that's why it's an EDM base. This is. I mean, this report is based mainly from. Well, okay. Yeah. So the the I'll talk about the marshmallow. The marshmallow was a Saturday night thing, and you can go and open up uh, Fortnite, and he was doing like a live DJ thing, and I think if you wanted to like get the VIP treatment, how do you know this? Because don't worry about it. I was not in there, but. Um, my my sister's boyfriend is big on video games, so he was telling me that if you wanted the VIP treatment, which was a, a different uh, experience on the TV, it was going to cost you like fifteen dollars to enter that. So then, so he had to do that, and then Logic came out and performed a song too as a Fortnite character. It was a lot of shit. What? They, this was happening all in the video game? Yeah, on live stream. So there were video game characters that were the real people that were performing in this game? Unlocked. Uh, like Marshmallow, little character, the one that you saw in that yeah. picture, he was DJing and he was doing this and, and shit like that. No. 
And it was like live, ter- like CDJs. But I'm imagining it because it's all online. You're getting streaming numbers off of it. Yeah, right? that's and what I'm saying. Paid through streaming so numbers. I'm, you get paid streaming and licensing. Yeah. This is like licensing, you licensing sure. music. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. So I see, I see that. And then yo, the, let's look into that for like uh, the next episode. And then the 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 chair that uh, Dead Mouse did. Every chair that shit is like five to six hundred dollars. Damn. So it's crazy. I have another question. Do you guys think it said? Uh, can you go back to the? To yeah. the game shit. Okay, so it says it's seven times worth more than music. A uh, no video game costs fifty nine ninety nine. An album costs ten dollars. Is that does that correlate? So are they selling seven times more, or is it because it's cost? It's but seven times. I think they're talking about units, though. Not. Well, no, they're saying as a as a as a total. They said the video game industry is worth seven times more as the industry as a whole, as the gross of what music is grossing. Okay. Compared to what video games is grossing, it's seven times more. Yeah. But is it because the games are fifty nine ninety nine and the album is nine ninety nine? What I mean, you get what I'm saying? I just think it's like six that times mean, worse. Like that, that's probably got to come. Too. That's probably got to come into play. That's, yeah. I feel like it's both. It could be units and sale wise. But that's video, why. But video games take what? They take like five years to make, right? Forever, I, I don't know. It take I mean, like Call three of, to four years no, to make. Call of Duty will give you a new game every fucking year. Yeah, yeah but they were the, working on that shit this, like um, five years before. Yeah. That, yeah. NBA, like, NBA, two K is like every, every year, right? NBA is two. Yeah, but it's the same shit, just different fucking. Like my, my whole thing is that streaming with music, it's music is so disposable right now. I think uh, music is probably the most worthless it's ever been this year. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Well, I mean, we yeah. haven't seen nobody release really, music. Yeah, I think it's the most worthless it's ever been this year. Right. And the video games, like yo, you still gotta pay. You got That's still hard sales. And then whether you buy an actual, um, I don't know, like a, a video disc. game deep disc, or you download it, right? Because yeah. everyone's downloading, downloading the games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still paying sixty dollars. Here and here's another. Let me give you another wild factor. Fortnite. Yeah, don't, don't touch me though. Yeah. Fort, <laughs> yeah, you'll smack the shit out of me. <laughs> Fortnite is a free game. But the accessories and the dances and all the shit that's yeah you that people buy pay it. for. People pay for a fifteen dollar dance. Not the way you would pay a fifteen dollar dance. You would pay for the little character to do a fifteen. But I heard that's the majority of how Xbox and like uh, PlayStation make their money is from ex- people buying extra controllers, buying all of this like the extended yeah, all the accessories yeah. and all of this shit. That's yeah. really how they make their money. I mean, and you know it's a big deal when ESPN is airing live game tournaments, like streaming tournaments. They're doing that? Yeah. yeah. Bro, people sit down and watch <laughs> other people play video games. I like doing and that. And cheer though. for you them. You like, like this It's shit? crazy. Yeah. Nah, I don't I like playing. Play. I get yeah, stressed I like out that. playing video games. It's fun. I mean, so it's, I'd rather watch like a motherfucker play that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like, exciting. It's <laughs> like, a, like buying like poker tournaments. It's huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I w- the, money, like the, the purses on them things are huge. Dude, the other day I was like so fucking fed up to being in the house that I was like, let me go buy a video game. I just want a big five. <laughs> I want to go buy a What you have? Bag. What system do uh, you play? I have both, yeah. but I don't really use them now. It's kind of like, I don't know. I grew out of it, but Call of Duty still my shit, but I don't really yeah. play I think it. I stopped at PlayStation 3. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I could see why. I have a PlayStation. I never use it, though. You have a PlayStation? Yeah. Oh, four? Probably a four. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck yeah. I was playing. <laughs> you, yeah, 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 I don't know. <laughs> there was one time where I, was, I thought I'd be like, you know what? Let me get this shit, and then... It, it's, you have to be an avid gamer. Like, you have to be about that shit. I can see, I mean, Call of Duty's fun. It's war, but I can't see myself. The NBA shit, I don't really I like. feel like a, a lot of motherfuckers who are in relationships. Oh, they are, need are, that. They need a video game. Yes, that's the getaway. But the single guys, we don't want that video yeah. game shit. <laughs> we got other shit to do. We got, we got other shit to do. We do got a podcast. We got nasty do. shit to do. No, I'm just nah. kidding. 
Yeah, but all these motherfuckers that have been like like five year, four year relationships, that's eight not, year relationships, they therapy. Dude, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I told my, I told my friend, I was like, yo, you've been with this girl for eight years. He's like, yeah. I'm like, how the fuck do you get like your time, like to yourself, or you need a break from her? She pisses you off. How do you ignore that? He's like, yo, he grabs the fucking controller. He goes, this, this is my getaway. I play video games or I drive Uber. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You know oh yeah, I remember, so, that. You know, I remember you know, that. You know, you know, a motherfucker is really lonely. What? <laughs> <laughs> and he needs some space when oh. he's been in a relationship and he's driving Uber to get away, yo. That's uh, some crazy we shit. Have a, we have something. Uh, Peter just texted me that he's produced a song for a video game before. Oh, you oh. have, Peter? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just speak up, motherfucker? <laughs> he texts me. Yeah, he sends me the notes. <laughs> Peter, you want to talk about it or no? Oh, here we go. Peter, it's coming to the mic. Yeah. Come Come here, sit on daddy's lap. That's what hey, Cricket yo. just said. Just quick, um, the way I got paid was it was just a, like a one-time fee. Um, I know a lot of people now that still do production for video games, they'll either get like a little bit of a, not a commission, but um, like licensing, yeah. depending on what it is. Like if it's like an online game like Fortnite and it's like based on sales, they might get a couple points on it. But usually it's just like a one-time fee per song. But that's because you don't have a name. Um, if you had a bigger name, you could you could leverage and negotiate. Yeah, points. definitely, Obviously, you could yeah. negotiate points. But for the majority of people doing like s songs that don't have a name, it's usually just like a yeah, one-time yeah. fee for it. Yeah. What song? What video game did you produce for? Uh, it was for some s Korean like <laughs> online game that was like not really big in the U.S., but I got paid. So hey, shout out yeah. to you. Yeah, man. Damn. It's crazy. Get paid, get paid. This motherfucker had to come on a podcast to brag about this I shit. I know, right? Why you gotta brag about this shit? <laughs> he gave. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was for your people too. <laughs> he said it was for a Korean know, right? game. Yeah, why y'all pay this motherfucker? For that shit? <laughs> <laughs> um, we ain't got nothing else to talk about, right? Is uh, that it? I think that's yeah. it. I, think that's I it, was. Man. Oh, the Wu Tang doc. You know what? Oh man, yeah. It was. We didn't watch that. I didn't though. get a chance to see it. <laughs> Yo, I literally have like I didn't know a whole page of shit about. But you didn't know any. You never like knew any of that stuff. I didn't know some of that document. stuff. All right, so we're talking about the Wu Tang documentary. Mm -hmm. I was shocked about the Silver Rings, the guy that was who made the two million dollar Wu Tang uh, album. A million yeah, yeah, album. I knew about that. Yeah, I knew about that. No, no, that. no. But I just was shocked at the relationship he had with Reza. Oh, why? Yeah. Please explain why. It was a little intimate, don't you think? They were traveling for a year together or over a year. Cricket, I've been hanging out with you for a year and a half. No, but we weren't traveling together like like shirtless on top of pyramids and shit. Okay. Like, I mean, it's probably hot. It was probably, I'm, I'm <laughs> so you think there was like a uh, different level of intimacy there? I don't know, man. That shit like, is crazy. Why, why, would you, why would you let a motherfucker produce a Wu-Tang album? Cause you know he's gonna get that money. That's why you don't think so. You don't think you th I um, thought million thought dollar. So. I thought he. I don't think he took it seriously. And then Silver Rings took it very seriously. Mm -hmm. And by the time it became this big monster, where they were like, um, where they were auctioning off the album. Yeah. I felt like RZA was just like, holy shit! Like I didn't know it would get to this, or yeah. it would get to two million dollars. Mm -hmm. wow. That's what I think. Mm. I don't know. I feel like he knew that it was gonna get. Maybe not that much money, but he knew he was gonna get something off of it. Dude. So he just. But like, it oh. sounds like something that you do, like like for your girl. I don't know. I think it's. You business. know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying? Yeah, but I, I think it's business. I'm not saying. Yeah, it could be business, but a little <laughs> like pleasure. Like yo, like, I don't know. Yo, to go traveling with this motherfucker for a year and a half. 
I'm not saying I don't know, man. It just seemed weird to me with Rizzo and Silver. Rizzo's a weird motherfucker too, bro. Were they traveling for I, pleasure? I also hey, <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, it, was, it was supposedly a tour and with Silver Rings and and Wu Tang. Okay, to get inspired, maybe. No, but I also think it was like I don't think that Rizzo was fucking like Silver Rings or anything like that. But I think there was a there was a betrayal or he felt abandoned. Rizzo felt abandoned when everyone left the label. Ooh, yeah. And then here was this guy who was like, he was like his homie and it kind of replaced that Still unity. In yeah, it, it replaced that, that like, shit. like you know what I mean? Yeah. But he didn't he release like, everybody? What happened? Because they wanted to get off. Yeah. Pause. They wanted to get off the label. Did they go into detail about why they wanted to leave the label? Because they, it was so, it, oh, go ahead. No, I'm like, this is the ego. Their yeah. egos like blew up, and also they wasn't happy with Rizzo's production anymore. They wanted to do like other music. And then but not only that, like it was Rizzo's brother. What was his name? Shit, De- Deliverance, Divine, Divine Diggs. Yeah. yeah. So Divine was taking twenty percent out of all the deals with Wu Tang. Yeah. And they were like, "Yo, why are you taking twenty percent? I should get all a hundred. Right. And he's like, "That don't even make no sense." Mm-hmm. Like he's supposed to take if he's brokering deals for Ghostface Killer. Yeah, yeah, he's supposed to get a cut. He should get a cut. Yeah, but these motherfuckers literally left Wu Tang. Like and, and this is what the Divine was going crazy about. Remember, <laughs> like Rose's brother was literally saying, like, "Yo, these motherfuckers left me, and I was giving them, I was putting multi million dollar deals on the table. Uh-huh. They left me, and he's like, it was the video shoot for the Iron Flag album." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he saw all of the rappers, all the Wu Tang members, were individual managers. And he's like, "So you're giving all of these managers twenty percent, but you didn't want to give me and the company and Wu Tang Corporation twenty percent." Yeah. If y'all were giving me, like the corporation, twenty percent instead of these strangers, these blood suckers around you, like we could have built Wu Tang and we could have bought more Make properties. It. We could have bought all of Shaolin. We could have like expanded, but y'all had to be greedy and just like they were still giving away money. They just weren't giving it to like the homies. To them, yeah, exactly. But I don't know, man. I, I'm sure Reza and these motherfuckers probably took more than they should have. Maybe a I, little I can bit see more. That. Yeah. I but mean, Method Man did become the star of the group. He I did the movies. He did the. He was like this. He had the whole record, you know. But I feel like musically. He couldn't even keep up with Ghostface and Raekwon. No, no. To me, in order, I mean, it's probably Raekwon, Ghost, and then probably Meth. I would say but, Ghost. But Meth had like a lot more better albums than Ray and. No, yeah, but oh, I think Method Man. Yeah, I mean Raekwon just had only Bill. Yeah, but the thing is, Method Man. Method Man. Didn't what else did Method Man have? He had to count. To count. That still wasn't as good as fucking oh, no, Bill no, 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 for Cuban no, Links. I'm, oh, definitely not. But yeah. I'm just saying he had more. There's a body of work. Body of work is like a little bit more better than Vase and I. Even I, like Genius, the Liquid Swords is like one of the dopest albums. Oh, after that, that dope. All right, all right, let's do this. Y'all want to rate your top? Uh, what should we do? Top three Wu Tang albums. Wu Tang albums. We could do that. Like albums or individuals or everything. That's fair. All right, go ahead. top five. Let's top five top or five. Top, top five? Wait, individual albums? No, it's just whatever. Let's do individual. You don't want to do 36 Chambers or nothing like that? No, nah, because we know those are classics already. Wu-Tang so forever? We've got to say, if we want to do the individual, I got to do three. Because I can't, for me, it's it's a specific three. Yeah, I think I think all those three will be the same across the board. All right, let's do this. Let's do the top three albums, and then 
All right, let's just do the top three albums. Okay. Who's the first? Because I'm a little I'm a little appalled that you think. I think <laughs> I think Cuban only built for Cuban links. Mm-hmm. Literally that. Yeah, definitely. No. What was the name of Goldface albums? Uh, Daytona. No, the album though. What was oh, it called? Uh, Iron, Fist? Iron, Iron Man. Was Iron Man. Iron, was it Iron Man? Iron Man. Yeah. Iron Man and only built for Cuban links. Mm-hmm. To me, destroys anything that Method Man did. No, yo, you're absolutely right. Yeah. But I'm gonna say after those two albums. What did they come out? At least I feel like Ghostface had a couple of decent Ghostface had some Supreme Kai yeah. was That was dope. Yeah. That was dope. But other than Even that, the shit after that was the dope. Uh, what was after Supreme Clientel? Yeah, that shit with Neo? Fish Fishy, yeah. That shit was dope too. That was good, but it wasn't Damn. Damn. Top three is kind of like. All right, I was, right, I was here we go. go. All right, let's do the top three. Top top three. Go ahead. Oh, who, who, who's ready? What top three I'll albums? Say, yeah, for me, number one, only built for Cuban Links. Yes. Yeah. Number two, I would say Ghostface's first album. Um, Iron Man. Iron Man. And then mm-hmm. three, ODB's first album. Really? Yeah, I love that. Really? I ain't gonna lie. I love that album. I thought that was so with the, rushed. With the food stamp on the, uh, on the... I don't know about that. But, but. That, that was personal favorite. <laughs> that was the best album cover for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that was a <laughs> Yeah. That's my favorite. My top three. I don't know about the third one, man. That's personal. I felt like ODB was the weakest release. I don't know. Just Maybe it was just timing in my life. I was young. I think I was like 12 or 13 when it came out, and it was all that was playing. Like, it was just a big deal. Yo, For some reason, that was a big deal in L.A. Really? I don't know what it is. Yeah? L.A. people really fucked with ODB. That's crazy. Yo, I think it's crazy how everyone shit on you, God. Like, I know, yeah. That was funny. <laughs> but he was like, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Yo. No one wanted to come and support and be on you, God's album. <laughs> oh, and Inspect the Deck album was pretty bad, too. Yeah. That's crazy. And he was one of the nastiest. I know, yeah. Exactly. All right, so, all right, what's your top three? You need time? You need Jamie time. You got to look it up. Go close four. Close no, I'm, look, I'm looking at Method Man's. I'm trying close to Close four will probably one. be Genius, Genius's first album. Oh, man, okay. The Genius album. I don't want to talk to you. Go ahead. Never let. Just, right. never's, never's the real culprit. Never, <laughs> okay. You're, you're the real competitor. Only built right? with Cuban links. Yes. Um, Iron Man. Yes. And Liquid Swords. I think, yeah. I was going to go. I was trying to see the, the, the Method Man uh, in 2004. I really like that Tikal Zero, the prequel, but it just didn't. I was looking at the track list, I'm like, nah. So, yeah, the same thing as never. Maybe uh, Liquid Source before Iron Man, but it's the same shit. But I gotta admit that if I was talking about any solo project that had th- some of the best singles, mm-hmm. Method Man had some of the best singles. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, exactly. What's Happening was a great single. That's what I'm talking about. was at least. No, you crazy? No, I, Bring the Pain? I li- no, I'm saying What's Happening was a good single. <laughs> like, Yo, when. Bring the pain came out. Yeah, Bring man. The, oh my god! Can that you wait great. over only Bill for Cuban links? No, Ice cream? as a single, as a oh. single, single. Yeah, mul- I mean, multiple singles on the album. None. Or yeah, but you the, can't. The, you the cannot fuck single. with them. You cannot fuck with that and the Mary J. Blige. All I need. Or, oh, you oh can. that was on the. Okay. Yeah, I, I forgot. I almost forgot about that record. You're all I need. Yeah, I almost forgot about so that. So those record. are like the, the. I will give it that. as much as Method Man's album wasn't popping like that. Mm-hmm. He had good singles. Bring You're the pain has got to he be had one a better body of work. Bring the well, no, he had he had I the mean, biggest hits. With, with he had the biggest hits with, uh, yeah. going on through the years. Yeah, yeah. Method. Like bring the pain is yeah. insane. Yeah, I love ice cube, ice cream, but yeah. when when ice when a, when the, like a when I would hear like a DJ doubling up on bring the pain, that shit was crazy. Yeah. Damn. Um, release yourself. Release yourself. Yeah. It's like, I'm on the fence with that one. All right. So I'm, my list is almost like yours. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. My, my list would be only both for Cuban Links. Mm-hmm. I say the Jezza album second. 
and Which I would one? do. Uh, I might even switch liquid it up. Swords. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, liquid swords. I would do liquid swords second, and then I would do uh, Iron Man third. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I do. Yeah, dude. And if yeah. I mean, I can't. And then, and then fourth, to, maybe ODB. Nah, I, no, I, I, I gotta give. ODB I give four. Ghostface Killer four and five, man. Yeah, yeah. Supreme clientele was definitely. Up that there. shit was crazy. Yeah. Um, but uh, what do you call it? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Back to the Jezza album. Mm-hmm. That's. That should be like more. I don't know, man. Pe- people should celebrate that album. That's the last more, classic. The production on that album was stupid. Which one was that one? Not nice stupid swords. in a good oh, way. He went crazy on yeah. that, yo. Yeah, he went crazy on that shit. That's like something, man. I like and that and Meth went crazy on that one song. Fuck. Oh, oh I break it down to I the bone bristle. bristle. The yeah. Doom, yeah. Doom, my man, Johnny Blaze. Yeah. Okay, wait. I don't want to sing in that shit. We're not doing it. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite Wu Tang songs that a lot of people would be like, man, "Really? Oh, it, what's the oh, Shadow man. Boxing? Oh, Shadow yes. Boxing. Shadow That's Boxing. One, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fourth Chamber. Oh, that man. shit was crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. Just that know. whole album, like from beginning to end, you could just like Tell listen you. to it. Nonstop. How did y'all feel watching that documentary? I felt so depressed. The sad thing about ODB was the saddest part, man. I was so depressed. The I first, was depressed with everybody. I was no, like, ODB was the worst, the first man. Three, the, the first three were really good. I was like, oh, shit, this is great. I mean, I even texted you because they spoke about Rock and Soul, and they talked about him going to the yeah. Rock and Soul and bringing and in selling the vinyl. It, yeah, selling and then it, having yeah. this boy come in and all that shit. So I was like, oh, shit, this is dope. And the first three parts were good to the fourth one was like, uh, <laughs> it was a bad one. What, what did y'all think about the ODB situation with Rockefeller? Why didn't just, Why didn't ODB? Did you like? So ODB got released from prison, mm-hmm. and instead of staying on, okay, so when the Reza released all everybody from the Wu Tang label, mm-hmm. and everyone went independent, right? Or yeah. they just went to their, own, their own separate race. Yeah. The only one he did not want to let go of was ODB. was ODB, and it turned out that ODB wanted to sign with Rockefeller, mm-hmm. and then. Reza said something to the effect of, I would have given him a million dollar advance, I would have produced this whole album, and I would have made it big. And there was a part of me that was like, well, why don't you tell him that? Mm-hmm. They are family members, too. And why did he go to Rockefeller? ODB wasn't the same when he got out of jail. He looked like he was like still, he just wasn't there 100%. And I felt like Dame Dash kind of took advantage of that and signed him to Rockefeller, because at the time, Rockefeller was still hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what uh, maybe like two thousand one. Had to be no. This had to be May two thousand three, yeah. May first two thousand three. Yeah, you think he would have had a better album or a better? He would have made better shit if it was with Reza. Definitely, been, yeah. Think so? I mean, he yeah. made yeah, yeah, for sure. But I don't know. But then again, Reza Beats wasn't as hot as it was. Back yeah, in but he kind of tough. It's tough because like it's he kind of helped ODB because ODB's biggest song was. Uh, the Neptune's joint, right? Got your money. Got your money. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. Like I could see, I could have seen him working with like a Just Blaze, mm. or like maybe like a you know what I'm saying. Even like, Brooklyn Zoo didn't Dante Voss do that shit? Well, he probably did a remix to SD Fifties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but but the whole thing is that RZA wrote all his rhymes, right? RZA and Genius. Mm-hmm. So it was like <laughs> yo, when he got out of jail, he was just rusty and he was out of it. Yeah, and he man. was just like. And when he was younger, he was probably on a shit ton of drugs, yo. Yeah. And I then mean, he yeah. was just sobered up and he was old and he just like, it was sad, bro. It was the Another fucking sad depressing, part bro. With, with the new manager, didn't know who Vizzy was. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I was like, yo. Damn. I thought, I thought that was actually, 
that was depressing, man. Never that, you know who produced Shimmy. I mean, uh, that was yeah, a, Shimmy Shimmy. Who produced that's that? That's what I'm saying. It might be um, SD50s. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, Doctor Voss. If not, they Shimmy. That was Rizza. If oh, it, it could have been, that was Rizza. All right, Rizza. Rizza did that whole album. Damn. Yeah, Shimmy was dope. Um, what do you call it? Yeah, man. I mean, I thought it was sad, bro. I felt bad for Reza too. I felt like at that time he I mean, was. I think I don't think he was broke, but I feel like he was kind of. He was overextended. But he was still. He was doing music by then. He was. I mean, he was doing movies. Yeah, he, he was, was doing, doing like he's fucking with. Nah, but I still, I still feel like he was like. I feel like something wasn't right with the business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then, it just didn't seem right because if yo, if you were gonna give him mil, him a million dollars, he would have taken that shit. But. Know, it didn't man. seem like he was helping him when he got out of jail. It didn't seem like Rizzo was doing shit for him. But what was Rizzo? Rizzo wasn't really doing any music. But it's no, but if that's even if that's his family, he got out of jail. Look out he should have been there to pick him up. Or even if Rockefeller sent the limo, he should have been there with the he limo. He should have been in that limo with them. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it was I mean, just weird to me, nah. like, what was going on with that well, shit. Well, at that time, mm-hmm. what? Uh, 2003, that was like the 50 cent come up and the dip set come up so it's I don't yeah I just thought it was fucked up how money just fucked up all that shit money fucks up everything so you saying like Rizzo was like the Q-tip in the situation I mean yeah I mean it's kind of the brains he was definitely, he was the, definitely brains. the brains yeah and he was like <laughs> frustrated with, like Q-tip. frustrated yeah. with everybody like I mean you're dealing with nine was, motherfuckers bro that was the original plan for him to do all the beats and everybody just rap yeah they wasn't trying to do productions I mean produce their own shit Nah, but, but I think Rizzo got, got lazy also because he stopped doing production. He had his cousin do it. Um, what's that other producer? I know you mathematics. About. Yeah, yeah, mathematics. Yeah, mathematics doing those beats. Who, when he ended up uh, appointing president of Wu Tang Corp or some shit. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it wasn't like after um, the second album, the shit just yeah. wasn't the same, man. Yo, I, you know, I, I I love the fact that they were showing us like studio recordings of them filming like them recording all those first hits yeah. I was like fuck I love it. I live for that shit that shit is dope to me like I behind got, the scenes shit is great I got a question cause I when I think when I, when I was watching Wu-Tang the documentary and I heard Divine talking about the corporation mm-hmm. and the the growth that the corporation was having the company was having yeah it made me think about Star Wars mm-hmm. because Star Wars is like a legacy, right? Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's almost like, I don't know, it's like, some people even like worship it like a religion, right? Mm-hmm. And my thing is, it's like, is there anything like that in hip hop that's similar to Star Wars? I mean, and the only thing I could think of was Wu-Tang. Yeah. That's the closest you're going to get. I mean, you had short, yeah. you had short runs with, with certain things, but nothing like Wu-Tang. Yeah. So it makes, I mean, you like, Bad Boy considered no, but, but that Wu Tang is like pretty fucking globally known. The the problem it's with crazy. Bad Boy is that it didn't have the branding, that logo, mm-hmm. and just the that creative originality of, of of mixing kung fu movies. You know what I mean? It yeah. was just very different, yo. I feel like that was something that, like, I felt like if they did it right, Wu Tang could have still been relevant now. To a certain extent, to me, I think mm-hmm. if they did it right, if they did that I'm shit the, right, man, it's, like it's, it's kind of like when I look at like Outcast. You seen that documentary with Organized Noise and Outcast? No, I actually, no. I know what you're talking about, but no, I haven't. You gotta seen watch it. that shit. Mm-hmm. And that shit made me super sad because I was like, where did that shit go wrong? Everyone just got like literally caught up in their own egos. 
and just money and there was no communication mm -hmm. everyone just got selfish and greedy and it just got all fucked up yo it's just like so much but it happens all the time though you it does. Know, you know what Doesn't I would it? love to see, and hopefully one day it happens, is if they do one for cash money. Because I feel like Manny Fresh, like That's people don't one. know his story, man. Like the way he orchestrated everything for that organization musically. Mm -hmm. Like he was the one that was like, Juvenile, you coming out first. Then we're going to do a Hot Boys album. Then we're going to do a BG's mm. album. And then we're going to do like a Big Timers album. And then once that pops, you know, he was like the orchestrator of all that shit. Yeah. And the funny thing is that's exactly what the Reza was doing. He was yeah. literally mm -hmm. planning. Yeah. Yo, yeah. He was such a genius. He was planning out the rollout for everyone's uh, ind independent uh, releases yeah. and coordinating it, coordinating it with, with the, the right labels. Yeah. He was like, yeah. yo, Meth's going to be on Def Jam because they're going to do that right. Mm -hmm. And we're going to put ODB on a lecture. Yeah. Like he just knew all yeah. the shit so much. It was almost like what you're saying with Manny Fresh. Yeah. I want to see a documentary on the making of Cuban Links. Yeah. Damn. Just that, that. That's a good 30 yeah. for 30. Song for song. <laughs> That'd be sick. How they yeah. made that shit. Because when they were showing the behind the scenes of like making Cream that was and 36 Chambers, mm -hmm. that was insane. Yeah. I want to hear, yeah. uh, if they have video or like, I just want to hear them talk about every song and how they approach that. Yeah. Even like I would have rather seen a documentary about that than yeah. what they had just put out. Yeah. And then there, it was kind of like the first album that introduced like rappers doing coke Shit. nah a little bit right wasn't the message about that like they nah. were like they were kind of like, like drug dealers and shit like that no but they were doing coke like you didn't hear them like sniffing and snorting in the beginning <laughs> yeah Shit. and then you know what i'm saying <laughs> oh like actual okay like they were actually, actually using coke because we were like shocked we were like listen we always hear about like motherfuckers drinking enj hennessy yeah. alizé and then smoking like smoking weed, weed. Smoking weed. but yeah. we never like really thought rappers did coke mm -hmm. and it was like they were snorting in the interludes that's crazy and even yeah. that even the explanation for that, uh, that they probably got one of the best interludes of all hip-hop history when ghostface which one was talking shit about a biggie stealing Nas's album cover mm -hmm. like that was crazy at that time that was drama yo yeah wait was this on the cuban links album yeah right, when okay. went, uh, when yeah. ghostface was like they took the they took Nas's cover <laughs> Yeah, he's like, yeah. yo, don't take my shit. Remember, he was like, he was just oh, ranting yeah, on that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm approach you, motherfucker. Remember, he was like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was like probably the best interlude of all. Hit, like the top and five this, of hip hop history. Until this very yeah. moment, I didn't know he was talking about Biggie. It yeah, was they had, there was, they had beef. Damn man, they did have issues right here. Yeah. Nah, just uh, a buddy of mine. He actually was one of Cash Money's DJs. He's got stories, man. And he was just telling me like the the amount of money that Manny Fresh is owed to this day. It's crazy. It's unreal. Yeah. Really, like, royalties and just man. He said he was the brains behind every act, every situation, every rollout. Like, so did Berman play him? Of course. I yeah. think they just Sounds they like had a falling out, and he played him with numbers, and it got ugly. I mean, to and this he started day. doing outside production. That's when he started fucking with like Ti and doing stuff with other Jeezy, people. Jeezy. Yeah. Because he was just like, you know what, I'm out. Like, because he was always in house. Everything was in house with him. I feel like his sound is so relevant right now. Yeah. Yeah. Manny yeah. Fresh can yeah. come back on some shit right now. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone's so. kind of emulating that fucking mm -hmm. sound. Yeah. 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 Um, anything else? That's it, I think. All right. Check your list. We good? Yeah. I think we're good. Uh, I, I could go off on the Wu-Tang doc even more. Yeah. Than I'm done. One, one, one doc that I would pay money for to see behind the scenes would probably be the the chronic album 2001 i will pay to see the back the, the behind the scenes of that recording 
I don't know. I'm a little oh, over man. the whole yeah, Dre Snoop no, shit. No, I'm not. Anyway, <laughs> YouTube.com <laughs> YouTube slash Road Podcast. Please subscribe, like, and comment. Go hit the notification bell when every um, you get notified when every video goes up on Friday. And I think we do have a throwback coming up this Monday, which will probably be Skills' episode on Monday. For YouTube. For YouTube.com. Back, back to our documentary conversation. What documentaries would y'all want to see? I, I would want to see a Cuban Links documentary. Yeah. I would love to see a bad boy. For me, it's, it's Cash Money. I would love to see day. a Native Tongue documentary. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. The Quest De La, Jungle Brothers, how they all got together, Latifah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they kind of explained that, though, a little bit. A little bit, but it's, they never like, really got into it. A Defined Ones of Cash Money would be great. I think Manny Fresh Cash Money Click would be amazing. Yeah. Just because that evolving into Young Money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love to see how that happened. Lil Wayne was like, what, 11, 12 years old? Yeah. yeah. Like when it was starting up. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Is there a documentary on Jay Prince? No, and that one that I know of. No, I would love nah. to pay for that. I don't know too. shit about that, and I would love to know more about yeah. that motherfucker. He's a scary. You were saying bad boy. I mean, I feel like they've done that already. Right? Yeah. I would want to see a, a biggie uh, life after death, though. But I feel like I people don't, about that. People don't like, really yeah. know. I kind of want to hear the real deal, though. Like, why to, why, why everyone only well, had, like, one album I know, I would or love two to albums? Hear that. Yeah. yeah. I want them to go off. No one's going to go off about Diddy. What, 112, Shine, Total. Yeah. Like, I mean, Craig Faith. Mack, obviously, Faith. I mean, he even had uh, some dabblings in uh, Usher's career as well. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, a Diddy documentary. A puffy documentary. I feel like a lot of people really don't know his early. Well, actually, I would like a Diddy documentary because he could talk one, about. There is one on iTunes, I believe. The guy no, released. that's the bad boy one. Oh, that's the bad one. Okay. But the Diddy one talk about his come up. Oh, you're right. There was a bad boy yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, two yeah. years ago. You're right. Maybe a Diddy one. A Diddy yeah. is come but up. But I would yeah. love to see Cash Money. That's great. I would yeah. love to see a Jay Prince. Yeah. There's probably like a, a bunch more that would. Ghetto missing. Boys mm-hmm. and all that. Scarface. That would be great. I want to know like how fucking ill Jay Prince was. I want to see a JD one too. Oh, that would be a good Jermaine one. Jermaine yeah. Dupri would be sick as fuck. I want to hear about how he was, how fucking fucked up it was dealing with all these, like, kind of kids acts. Yeah. I mean. And it kind of seeing. I mean, you never heard any any allegations towards my man. No, no, I don't think he was touching it. I just no, want to no. know, like. But what, he, know, he knew how to deal with it. So that's what I mean, he had two kids acts. Like, um, Chris Cross. Chris Cross and the Brown. And the Brown well, brat. Brat was in the kid. She was kind of a kid. She, she was, was like, young. She was she probably was like young, 18. Yeah. 18? Uh, I think so. I don't even think she was 18. Maybe younger. I think Tiny was a teenager when he, she was dealing with him. Yeah, Escape. Escape like that. Escape he, he was just de- dealt with like young kids. That was kids. That's right. Yeah. Bow Wow. Yeah, we said that. Bow Wow. Yeah. Chris Cross. Yeah. Uh, Escape. No, I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear Bow Wow. I had a crooked moment when we just mentioned something and be like, wait, so how did this happen? All right. All right. Thanks, Jamie. Go ahead. Give it DJ City. Shout out. Uh, yeah, shout out to DJ City uh, for sponsoring this. We have a, actually a special event coming up with DJ City, and yeah, yeah. we're working with uh, On The Record and Best Friend at the Park MGM. Yes. It's, I think it's kind of tentatively scheduled for June 20th. On a Thursday. Yes. So Fine, right now. I mean, you're, you're kind of looking. This is our first road podcast event. Yeah. So this is going to be like the road podcast, turning up, talking and meeting with y'all. Uh, 
you know, you guys can give us like cash donations <laughs> in hand, in person. I think what you got going on, like all the behind the scenes that I know what you're working on. Yeah, I think no, we're great. working on a, a pretty, a pretty interesting event. It's not like a typical club thing that we're doing. We're we're doing some some fun shit. So we'll give you more information. But in Vegas uh, at Park MGM on the record. Uh, best friend. So if you don't live in Vegas, you can fly out. Yeah, it's LA, and it's linked with DJ City too. So like, yeah. it's gonna be a fun like DJ yeah. inspired event, and uh, it'll be it'll be dope. But we'll mm-hmm. get you more information as we move forward. It's on a Thursday, so don't give no fucking uh, excuses that the, the tickets were too high to fly in. That's right. <laughs> like drive in and carpool. <laughs> yeah. You know, get that going. Oh, you don't even have to show up. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, peace. Peace. peace.